Alright, welcome back to episode 31 of the Two Pokes Podcast. Uh, this semester is going by way faster than I can keep up with. I am your host, Sam Milik. I already want to drop out. I'm your co-host, Cal Smith. And we are back, baby, this time from the comfort of our own home. Um, currently laying on my bedroom floor, because uh, that's the only place we can get um, hopefully good audio. Um, I hope this one comes out. We're testing out new microphones. Um, if this doesn't work, I'll probably throw myself out a window. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. Um, Cal? Yes. How's it going, buddy? Horrible. <laughs> Elaborate? Um, um, school started, and they started really fast. <laughs> and they... It, it, it's back into full swing of things, and I was very ill-prepared for that. Um, I already have a bunch of homework due Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. So, love that. Well, I guess I've done my Wednesday homework already, but, yeah. It's not been fun. Love that for you? Yeah. Um, Sucks. Yeah, I bet. Um, Kind of in the same boat. Um, semester is kicked in. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. It, I want a refund. <laughs> I want to go back to summer. <laughs> Run it back, Gary. <laughs> Run it back. Rewind. Um. So yeah, that's that's the uh, mental state of the two post podcast boys. Not um, good. But it's. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone feeling tonight? I, I am not, not feeling, feeling well. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we're we're hanging in there, as you can hear. Um, sorry if you hear any shifting noise. I'm just trying to get comfortable here on the floor. <laughs> um, Mood. Yeah, so we've got quite the episode today. We got a lot to talk about, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. Um, we're gonna switch things up a little bit today. We have a, a fun little like side segment. Um, but before that. Oh crap, I think I just started Minecraft. No! No, never mind. <laughs> um, we, got some, uh, we got some COVID news to really set the mood. Um, Yay. Was it yesterday? Uh, 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 Monday? It was incredibly recent. Incredibly recent. It was definitely yesterday. Yeah. Um, the FDA approved uh, the Pfizer vaccine, um, not just for emergency use now, so... That's that's something. Um, that's that was that's pretty big news. It's pretty big news. Um, I think it might lead to more people getting vaccinated. I don't know. That's just kind of like up to the person, I guess. Um, I I think it will because I think that was a lot of people's concern was the safety of it. Mm-hmm. I do think I do think a lot of people are gonna wait like another or until next year too, or next year to see. If there is any long-term side effects, because that has happened in vaccines before, right? But having the FDA approval is a pretty big deal. Yeah, and it's it's only for 16 and older, but I mean that's so that's a pretty wide range. Yeah, but 12 to 17, it hasn't been FDA approved, not according to oh the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, <laughs> that's the article I'm reading right now. Oh yeah. Um, other news that it it could bring is there's always been that talk of like a vaccine mandate which I mean like it's kind of a weird area um it's like 
I don't want to get too in depth into it because it is like unfortunately a controversial topic. Um, but Cal, do you think that this will kind of like push a man make a mandate more more likely to be put into place? No, I don't really think so either. I think I think the mandate's weird just because of the nature of the vaccine because it's it's more flu like than like polio is you know what I mean right um and you know you think about the original survivability rating too it's you know 98% survive mm-hmm. whereas with polio of course back in the day too that's you also gotta take consider that so I don't think I don't think it'll be pushed enough to where any vaccine mandate will come into play Fair enough. But, I don't know, there are some places in, like, New York that are requiring uh, proof of vaccines. However, business owners are fighting that pretty hard. So, I don't imagine any sort of vaccine mandate is going to go over well if there is one. I, I'm wondering if it's just, like, like the flu shot, like you said. Like, every year you get your... Yeah, like a booster. Like a booster... Which, I mean, that was whole, the whole nature of the reason why, like, these type of vaccines were so, like, different was because it was supposed to work on every variant because of the way it attacks. Because, like, the vaccine doesn't attack a dead, um, a dead virus. It attacks a specific protein on the COVID cell. Yeah. Which would make which if it this turns out to be like 100% effective then it's going to be pre-revolutionary for vaccines because then you could attack every variant of different viruses that are like covid or coronaviruses so I don't know definitely will be interesting to see how this plays out obviously the news just broke this week so um yeah and, but with that, um, OSU sent out a new um, communication. Um, at the beginning of the semester, it was masks were strongly encouraged. Yeah. Um, but now... It's expected. It is expected. Um, they just changed the wording. Um, Which... Sounds like a subtle threat. I, I don't... Sounds like your mom being like, I expect you to do this. I, I don't think it means anything, anything I different. think. I think... For PR, it looks good. I don't think it will encourage anyone. No, if anything, to, it's going to make people not want to wear it because those signs are really annoying. It definitely made people more mad. That's yeah. for sure. Um, the way my one of my professors explained it is that it can be cloudy all day and you can expect rain and it doesn't rain. So, fair enough. Um, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to change anything. Yeah, no, me either. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> anyone who knows me knows, like, if I, if I have to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask, it's fine, yeah. um, do what I gotta do, um, I just thought it was kind of funny when I first saw it, kind of yeah. chuckled a little bit, um, the, the way I, the way I look at all this is that this is gonna happen eventually, like, no matter what, like, whenever we go back to normal, you're gonna have a big surge in cases like no matter what we do you're not gonna be able to fully slow down a surge you know what I mean yeah and I think it's just 
it's I think it's just one of those times that it's, it's going to take a lot of time before, honestly, before COVID is normal and we treat it like the flu. Because I know, like, Korea is already counting COVID cases as flu cases. And Which is crazy. Yeah, I, I think that's, I honestly think that's, I think that's where we'll end up. Just because I think it's just, it's, since it's so new and there's been so much, like, fear pushed with it. I think that's the reason why we're treating it the way we are, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's one of those things where it, if we're going to go back to normal, you're going to have something like this no matter what we do. Like, you know, yeah. people with the vaccine are still getting it. Mask, you can wear a mask and you can still get it pretty much. And it's one of those things no matter what we do, it can't be 100% foolproof. And so... It says kind of you want to bite the bullet now or you want to bite the bullet later on type deal. Yeah. Because, I mean, you've seen a lot of big, or I mean, I say a lot of big name people, but just because they're famous. But you see a lot of people who, like, you've seen a lot of NFL coaches who were vaccinated still get it. And so it's just one of the things that nothing's going to be 100% foolproof. And so, I don't know. The way I look at it is just that this is going to happen eventually, <laughs> no matter what we do. Right. And it just, I think the big deciding factor is after the big initial burst, if it kind of goes back to normal or if it's a continual race, I think that's what's going to dictate what happens next. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people are talking about um, possible a possible shutdown again. Um, I, I don't, I think, like you said, it entirely depends on... If we have, obviously, we're going to have this big surge, and it needs to happen. Yeah. Um. Well, I wouldn't say it needs to happen. I wouldn't say, yeah. But, like, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, but, where am I going with this? Um, yeah, like you said, if yeah. that if that surge is just one giant surge, or if it kind of levels out, or decreases. Because, like... One big, you can call it a guinea pig if you want to, was Texas. Yeah. Because Texas, they were the first to get rid of the mask mandate, and everybody was like, oh, crap, what's going to happen? And Texas, after the first two weeks of the mask mandate being removed, so you have, you know, anybody who would have gotten COVID during that period would have been tested positive at that point. They really didn't have an increase in numbers. Like, after they got the mask mandate removed... They didn't really see a big increase. If anything, they said it was going down, and it looked pretty linear. Like, it was a pretty stable. And so, and for a long time, that held true. And so, you know, if Texas, which is, you know, such a big state with so many inner and outer state travel, if they originally opened last summer without, you know, got rid of the mask and they didn't have a huge increase after a long time, then I think that gives us hope. For the same one because now we have the vaccine, which they didn't have when they got rid of the mask mandate. Right. And so that you know the vaccine is going to help a lot. Right. Like it, it's going to help. You know, if you, because a it lessens the symptoms, is what they've been saying, and b also shortens your quarantine time by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because like if you test positive with vaccine, you you really don't change that much to begin with of what you can do. And so I think, and I know like the variant, the Delta variant does cause a little wrench in the plans just because it's more infectious. 
but the Pfizer vaccine is supposed to be working against all variants. Now, Moderna, not the case, but Pfizer is supposed to work against Delta. So, And the research for those who may be listening that have uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we don't really know. We don't really know what to tell you guys. The CDC doesn't even know what to tell you guys. There's a reason why Johnson & Johnson got shut down. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, but, so I think, I you know, I think we're going to have to wait and see if there's a continual raise or exponential growth in cases. But hopefully, honestly, with the vaccine, we I mean, every state honestly has a high vaccine percentage. Oklahoma's, I believe, right now is 42%. Is it 42? I thought we were above 50. No, 42% of the state is vaccinated, which obviously everyone wants it to be higher. Um, For Oklahoma, I think that's shockingly high. Yeah. I thought it would be a lot lower than that when I read that stat. But I still, I think we'll be okay. And even if there is a rumor of a shutdown, the states are going to fight that so hard because of the economic depression we're in now because of the initial shutdown. And so, yep. yeah, I don't, I don't think there's going to be another national shutdown, or else that's going to get fought tooth and nail by everybody. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of it's kind of like whatever at this point, which is kind of bad that we've all become so numb to this kind of stuff. But it is what it is. It is what it is. We made it through the first one. Yeah, at this point, it's what it, yeah. I believe we can make it through the second one. Yeah, I'm hopeful. But um, we'll see. I mean, vaccine kicks it up a gear, may, may be solid, you know? Yeah. Um, so enough of the depressing news. Yeah. Um, enough of the real news. The real news. <laughs> Let's get into the fun news. Um, we have a lot to unpack in Me. entertainment. A lot has happened in like the couple, three, three weeks since we've last recorded. It's been a month. It has been a month? Yeah, the last one was July 20th. Oops. Um, so, yeah, Gary, why don't you go ahead and roll that intro? Gary's been eating scraps because we haven't been doing anything. Okay, um, the what if Marvel's what if um, I haven't watched. I haven't watched it. We have it on here. A new episode know. tomorrow if you want to. <laughs> we should just binge it one day. <laughs> the whole series. Yeah. Are they hour episodes or are they like thirty minutes? I think they're thirty minutes. If they're thirty minutes, we could just sit on the couch and binge the binge the crap out of it. Let me. I should probably look up episode length. I'm typing one-handed. Doing Gary's job. Uh, they're about thirty minutes. Okay, so yeah, we could we could sit and possibly binge that. That's definitely a possibility. I don't know. After Wandavision and Winter Soldier, I've just kind of I don't I don't have the need to stay up till midnight to watch the Marvel shows anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, they're all good. Yeah, I'm not saying I didn't like them. I'm just saying I've lost, I've lost uh, the drive. Yeah, the drive, the motor, the the appeal. Yeah, I guess uh, you could say. 
It's like I'll get to it when I get to it. I still haven't watched Bad Batch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember yeah. when we were going to talk about Bad Batch? Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to skip What If. Maybe we could do, like, a, a, a season recap when it's all said and done. Yeah, that may not be a bad deal. Or if there's an episode that's like, holy crap. Yeah. We could possibly do that. They got a lot. I didn't know Josh Brolin was coming back to Thanos. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Michael Ricker. Suicide Squad came out. Um, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I think that's the best uh, DC movie, hands down. Oh, for sure. Right now, yeah. Um, they set the bar high for, uh, was it Matt Reeves' Batman movie? Yes. Um, starring Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Um, so <laughs> that was foul. Very, uh, James Gunn, it's a James Gunn film. Um, yeah. Very Tarantino-esque. He knows how to take really crappy characters like Polka Dot Man and make them... Yeah, we saw, I mean, we've seen him do that with uh, The Gardens of the Galaxy, too. Like, he's... James Gunn is really good at taking these characters that he knows of and making you really get invested in them. Um, I It was a good movie. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. I was thoroughly... I mean, I, had, I went in with high expectations because it's James Gunn. Yeah. But it was super good. So, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. And then back to the MCU... Um, yesterday, yeah. news had broke that the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer was leaked um, by someone recording a phone, or recording on their phone, and then someone recording that phone. So the quality was absolute crap. Yeah, it was horrible. And then what happened later that night, Cal? <laughs> the trailer got released. The trailer got released. So let's go ahead for the entirety of entertainment before our side segment. And just let's just give our our thoughts about this. It was so freaking good. Oh my goodness, that was a really good trailer. I I teared up a little bit. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie, that's uh, twenty years of almost twenty years Sp- of Spoderman. Of Spoderman, um, so good. I think that'll be the best Spider-Man movie, hands down. Also, the theories are running now. Yeah, a lot of people got confirmed with this trailer uh, because we have five of the six Sinister Six appeared in the trailer some way somehow. The only one we're missing is Rhino, right? Uh, there's a lot of theories going around of who number six could be. I'm wondering if it's Mysterio. That's that's one of them. Um, hold on, we'll just we'll just go in order of best appearance. Uh, Alfred Molina coming back as Doc Ogg at the very end of the trailer. Uh, hello, Peter. <laughs> hello, Peter Parker. Um, looking awesome. He looks really good in that Doc Ock costume. He does. I do. I really do like the new revamped lab coat, or I guess trench coat looking. He looks awesome. Also, like his hair being like longer than it was in the the same the, the, the longer Raimi. and more matted too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, love that. Also, William Defoe. Willem Dafoe was not shown on camera. But we but did he, hear his laugh. <laughs> we heard his laugh and we saw a goblin bomb. The pumpkin bomb. Pumpkin bomb, yeah. I'm, I think I'm most excited for him, honestly. Just, I I saw a deal and it was like, would it, how much different the trailer would have been if it would have been Green Goblin making the appearance at the end instead of uh, Doc Ock. 
Honestly, I think I would like that better. <laughs> really? I I mean, like, I really like Doc Ock's appearance. I thought that was super cool, and it gave me chills. But I just think I think Defoe's Green Goblin is just an insane character. <laughs> oh, he is. But like, I just, I I just also I I really I thought that um the Be Careful What You Wish For Parker, I thought that was him when I first heard it. Which really? I, I think it would have been cool to have his voice, you know, make an appearance. I wonder if it was. It may have been. I don't... I didn't get that fact-checked or confirmed. I don't remember what, like, Defoe's normal voice in it. Like, I remember... I remember what it sounds like with the helmet on and stuff. But... Yeah. I don't know. So excited, though, because Defoe is honestly one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. Like, favorite appearance. Him and Mysterio, I thought, did really good. Mysterio was really complex. I felt like his character was a little rushed, but he's very complex... I, Doc Ock is hands down my favorite. Really? Uh, Spider Man Spider Man One is my all time like top favorite movie ever, but Spider Man Two was hands down probably the greatest Spider Man film ever made. I'm, a, I'm honestly not a fan of Tobey Maguire trilogy. Really? I, told you. I I think they're kind of stupid. <laughs> wow. I don't get why people like him so much. Like I really like they're okay. But wow. also I think Andrew Garfield's uh, duo duology is that what it's called? I don't know. Um, I think they're kind of underrated. I, I really like the Amazing Spider-Man films. I'll say it. <laughs> I liked Amazing Spider-Man 1 a lot. Wizard was really cool in it. Yeah. We'll get to him in a second, too. And I, and I didn't quite care for Tasm 2. <laughs> yeah. 2 was kind of bad just because of the villains. Most don't. Yeah. Just because of what they did to Harry, which I don't know what the fascination is with Sony making Harry the next Green Goblin because they did that in McGuire and Garfields. I'm wondering if... I, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but I haven't read a whole lot of Spider-Man comics mm-hmm. to know if he I don't, becomes the Green Goblin. See, I don't, I don't ever think he does in the comics, because I, I'm like, I, I haven't read them either. But like, I don't, I don't ever remember seeing something like that. But I don't know. Harry hasn't even appeared in the MCU, so which. If the rumor from like two years ago is accurate that there's gonna be nine Tom Holland Spider-Man films, with three of them in him in high school, so this would be the ending of the first trilogy. Three of him in college and three of him as an adult, you know, like working for the Daily Bugle. I wonder if they'll introduce Harry with him in college, and they become friends that way. Which I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I also see a lot of people thinking that. <laughs> they said that the foe better come back with the waves. Like that's a key part of Green Goblin's character. Oh, care. like the waves in the uh, what in like the '90s TV show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they kept it in the comics. Like, even today, he's got waves. Oh, really? Yeah, I love that. Um, so I'm I'm just excited for it all. Um, also, we get a really quick second appearance of the Wizard. It's which I believe is one of the most underrated. I think Wizard Mar- was really good. Marvel villains or uh, Spider-Man villains in the in the in the cinematic universe. He's so diverse because it's because Doctor Connors is like Parker's mentor, but then he it's like Doctor Jackal and Mister Hyde, which I think is just really cool. Yeah. But also like sometimes he has control of the wizard and the lizard, and sometimes he doesn't. But I think in the Amazing Spider-Man, it was a I think that was a really cool villain to see. So, um, he, the way it looks in the trailer, 
is he looks at me in the containment cell. It's like a it's like a frame of like it hitting. It's very fast. Yeah, like I I didn't like I watched it the first time out and I didn't even pay attention to it and somebody said oh it's a wizard I'm like what I didn't notice it until they like broke it down I didn't even to be completely honest with you I noticed Sandman which we'll get to in a second yeah that's what I got next I didn't notice electro I didn't really think of electro I see I didn't notice I was sand at first. Really? I was, I was opposite of you. Did I you saw, think it was like a Doctor Strange thing? I didn't even... I thought something just got blown up. <laughs> I, didn't even, like, I didn't even process at first I was Sandman. But but yeah, the wizard is in a containment cell, which is weird because if it's a multiverse type deal, who captured the wizard? <laughs> because he... Does he die at the end of Amazing Spider-Man? No. So, I don't know. Sorry, guys, for any noise you might have heard right there. Just plugging my headphones in so I can hear myself I'll talk. I'll just go... <laughs> um, um, I... Uh, I think at the end, he just, like... Goes into the sewers. Does he go down to the sewers, or does he get caught by the cops? No, I was kidding when I said into the sewers. Um... Into the Sewers, the Dr. Connors story. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, just kidding. That, um, having that, uh, having those headphones in just really sucked. I apologize for you guys, or to you guys. Um, we're still, like, fine-tuning this whole podcasting thing. Ooh. What? Oh, wait. Is that... The heck? Oh, I'm on Villains Wiki, I guess. Um. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I um I I went to the Villain Wiki. Yeah. Somehow for uh Doctor Curtis Connors the Wizard. Oh, can I change who's in the picture? Oh, I can. Um, but it has <laughs> it has uh hobbies, which I think is really funny. Um, which is hobby is trying to create a world without weakness, which is kind of morbid when you think about it, and trying to recreate his missing arm. But I just think it's trying funny. Trying to recreate his missing arm is on <laughs> yeah. there. But his number one crime is terrorism, which I just never processed him as a terrorist. Dr. Connors. Dr. Connors. Weapon of choice, 2003 Honda Civic. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, battle on the... Okay. During the credits of the film, Connors is in prison. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He then meets a character credited as the man in the shadows, asking if Connors told Peter the truth about his father, Dr. Richard Parker. Connor replies no, while the darkened figure says, well, that's very good, but for returning to the credits of the film, Connor gives out his last words by stating, you should leave him alone. That's right, because they were trying to set up the Sinister Six in The Amazing Spider-Man. Because they had the Doc Ock arms, the Vulture wings, and the symbiote all in that, like, glass cases at the end in the trailer. And then in uh, Rhino. the second movie, Harry walks by all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where he that's gets... That's right. Uh, yes. Anyway, so, okay, that... Ooh, that may be... That may be Tom Holland maybe going to that universe then. I don't know. Whole multiverse thing. I don't know. Um... Anyway, um, and then we see Electro and Sandman, supposedly. 
good old good old Spider-Man three villain Sandman. Sandman. Um, I did like Sandman in that one. He reminds me a lot of John Cena. He does to me too. Yeah. Like for a while there this morning, I was like thinking about this trailer and I was yeah. like did John Cena play Sandman? Honestly if John Cena was recasted as Sandman I don't think that'd be a horrible <laughs> choice. I don't think anyone would notice. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly uh, we're going back to the Suicide Squad. John Cena his acting lately I think has done a really good job because he was awesome as Peacemaker and then in Fast 9 he wasn't that bad. I did see Fast 9. I apologize. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we see a winter on Sandman, which it's weird because it kind of looks like they're fighting, you know, because you see like a big pile of sand get shot by lightning, which is yellow lightning too. That was somebody, somebody noticed. Instead of the blue lightning, like the Tasm sequel. I think they'll give Jamie Foxx a, obviously he's not going to look like Dr. Manhattan. Oh yeah. The but, <laughs> um... I wonder if they'll give him like a a more comic accurate oh, electro it's... suit, but like not the one with the the mask where it's like No, I want I want the hundred percent comic accurate costume. No, I agree with you. I think it's gonna be like a more the robotic armor that everybody seems to be doing now, which mm-hmm. I have no problem with. I think it was cool. How many other appearances did we have? Because I can think of another one off the top of my head. Of like villains, that could be number six. No, just like MCU it hit me because I, I only have the fan theories for who number six is so so the other appearance that is like theorized it wasn't obviously hinted at just like Electro um, there's a scene where um, Peter is being interrogated oh, in someone's I, arm I do have that and someone's someone's arm uh, somebody's appears. suspiciously hairy arm <laughs> who we know that a very hairy man played Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Matt, Matthew Murdock, Attorney at Law. Uh, with Charlie Cox being rumored to be in mm-hmm. No Way Home. Yeah. Um, I did, I did, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That better be him. I hope it is, because there's also the arm picture where everybody's like, that's kind of reaching, which it is, but I don't care. But I guess there's another scene of the, like, the full shot of the guy, and it looks like Charlie Cox from a distance. So Is I'm, it like the back of him? It's like him kind of to the side, but you can see, like, a beard and long, dark hair, and it's that white shirt, which, granted, you know, like... Anyone could own. Yeah. But with all the rumors going around and how spot-on some of the rumors have been just confirmed by this trailer, I I think it could be. I hope it is. Because also Kingpin, that actor is supposed to come back and reprise his role in either Spider-Man or some other Marvel... I think Moon Knight, actually. I could I could, I could get behind that, Vincent D'Onofrio and Moon Knight. I Is just, Moon Knight a TV series or a movie? TV series. That's right. I just want him back. <laughs> Which I guess we could talk about that, too, later on. Oh, yeah, I but, can't wait. Um, so, Sam talked about Rhino earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he could be number six of the Sinister Six. Right now, it's Sophia Some Faison. Uh, um, I hope it's not Rhino, because they did that man dirty in that <laughs> movie. Amazing Spider-Man 2, yeah. Did that man dirty. Um, not a fan. Um, you know who I would love to see? Who? Well, we won't see it. Remember when Tasm 2 was being filmed and they, like, hinted at Shocker? Oh, yeah. 
Like, he's in this universe, though. He never? is. Oh, you want to see? Oh, I, oh, wait a minute. Hang on. So we have Green Goblin, Doc Ock. A wizard. Lizard. Electro and Sam. Electro, Sam. Vulture, dude. Oh, that's what I have next. Yeah. Vulture and Scorpion are both in jail right now. And also, Morbius is with them somehow, some way. We saw that in the trailer. Morbius. Uh, Morbius. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Unless Morbius is the one that breaks them out of jail, and then they come to... You know what? Like, that's how they get broken out of jail. Okay, but that movie just got delayed again. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> it's supposed to be like, I think, 122 days from now. Oh, that's way after Far From Home. It's way after. I don't know. They can do like a little cutback and flashback. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you got Shocker... The second Shocker, the first one got annihilated. Rip. Uh, rip. <laughs> um, you got the second Shocker, Vulture, and Scorpion all all in jail right now. And if you remember after the first Spider-Man movie, the Scorpion's like, yo, who's Spider-Man? And Vulture's like, shut up. <laughs> um, but now with him identity being out to everybody, I don't know, Scorpion could get busted out. Um, also, Mysterio. Could very well be alive still. A lot of fans uh, think thought that after uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. Uh, what's this new one called? Is it No Way Home? No Way Home. No Way Home, you're right. Far From Home, yeah. Um, a lot of people think Mysterio is still alive after Far From Home, which I agree with, just because the way it ended with that guy getting some of those dro- 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 drones. Um, also, Ned could become full comic accurate and become Hobgoblin which is like a Green Goblin knockoff but no, I remember I remember uh, Hobgoblin in I don't remember if it was the 90's Spider-Man one or Spider-Man about. and his amazing friends I think it was both um, I think Hob- Hobgoblin was the main villain in I know he's freaking horrifying he's weird that's for sure um, Hobgoblin comics yeah, a lot of people have been thinking that since the Ned that Ned Weeds actor, I only know that because it's on here. Um, the Ned Weeds actor lost a bunch of weight, and he said it's for his role. And they're all like, mm, "That's weird. <laughs> Why do you need to lose a bunch that's of weight?" Suspicious. That's suspicious. <laughs> that's suspicious. That's weird. weird. <laughs> um. So a lot of people thought, "Hey, he could be coming hobgoblin." Um, which I think is true. Um, I believe it's also the spectacular Spider-Man is what it's saying. Oh, well, that's 2008. That's a little weird. He was in that. Um, Spider-Man. The, oh, yeah, he was in Spider-Man, the animated series, which is the 90s one. He was voiced by Mark Hamill. Um, Sam got up. His, he muted his mic. He, he said, oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I think it'd kind of be cool to see Hobgoblin because we've never seen him in any sort of live action media. Um, that's what kind of I want to say, not right out, but like there's only certain Spider Man villains we haven't seen yet in live action. We've seen a lot of them. Um, of course, they're probably going to redo a lot of them like Venom in the MCU or something. Um, but Hobgoblin be kind of a cool one. You have Hobgoblin and Green Goblin. And it would be the ultimate betrayal type deal. But, yeah. That's it for Sister 6, at least. Yeah. Um, I'm back, guys. 
I'm back. I'm back. Uh, Sam's knees cracked really wild when he got up. I got old man knees. What old can knees. I say? Um, but you want to hear more fan theories, Sam? I would love to hear more fan theories. Since Cal. WandaVision broke all Marvel fans and they all became theorists overnight. Um, a lot of people think that's not Doctor Strange. A lot of people are like, mm, that's suspicious. That's weird. Um, yeah, a lot of people think that that's not Doctor Strange. Okay, so then who would it be? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> it's our homeboy Mephisto. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Um, okay, so this one actually has a pretty good reason for it to be Mephisto, unlike the WandaVision. Although I think WandaVision had a good theory. But um, in the comics, Peter made a deal with Mephisto to make everybody forget his secret identity. And Mephisto's prize for that was MJ, which was unknowing to Peter at the time. But Peter made a deal with Mephisto, you know, made a deal with the devil. Um, to make everyone forget, and MJ gets killed because of it. I believe it's called the One More Day storyline. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. I see that one TikTok of the guy who is familiar to storyline, and he was reacting. He goes, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and he starts, like, almost crying because he, but, so it could be Mephisto. Um, also, a lot of fans think that's Mysterio, and he's back playing tricks on PETA, however... Is Jake Gyllenhaal listed on IMDb? I don't know. Let me, let me check. Let me, let me check I this I don't trust. I honestly don't trust that. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's one they would keep really under wraps. Um, I'm pulling a Jamie right now and fact-checking this. My only problem with that one is that Strange performs magic and... I don't think Mysterio, you know. And West Mysterio, I know there are some comic adaptations where he actually becomes a sorcerer. So, I don't know. Wait, really? Yeah, there are some. He, like, finds, like, Egyptian artifacts and becomes... Oh, 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 that was the whole um, premise of the Shattered Dimensions video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved that game. <laughs> I played the crap out of that I game. I did, too. <laughs> um, so there's that. Do you, do you ha- side note, do you have that? No. I don't think so. Did you have it on Wii? I had it on my DS. I had it on Wii. I don't know where my DS went. I'm legitimately considering buying a new Wii because I broke mine um, just to play my old games again. I have a Wii. My grandmother's. Grandpa's. Alright, I'm checking the cast. Okay. I don't think it... Honestly, I... I don't know. Marvel is kind of... You know... You say something, you get shot. Will you ask questions? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think it's. Mis- I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh my god, guys! Is he on there? No. Tom Holland's little brother Harry, Harry. is listed as drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's awesome. Um, I'm not seeing anyone. Um, I don't think they would have it listed. I don't know. I tend not to trust those anymore. We've been bamboozled before. Yeah, but um, also uh, before I get into my final and favorite theory, um, a lot of people were like, mm, "That's weird that he has an eye of like a motto or whatever." Oh yeah, because didn't it get it, destroyed by Thanos? Yeah, but he has it in every shot of him except in the Sanctum Sectorium. 
So everybody's like, mm, that's not accurate. So I'm wondering if they just like made a new one. Honestly, that's kind of what I was saying too. The multiverse, if he just yanked it from somebody else. <laughs> or it's Mephisto! It's Mephisto! <laughs> or if like, I don't know, Katai and the Cap going back and getting the time stone or something. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? He could have rebuilt it or something. I don't know. Also, why... <laughs> you know there was snowing in the Sanctorium? And they were walking around? See, I think that's a nod to the fact that it's coming out Christmas time, maybe? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't... <sighs> well, and that's another thing that people are saying is that Marvel edits their trailers a lot from what you see on the big screen and what you see as actual trailer like Thor's eye was never cut out in the trailers Hulk was in Infinity War of course he didn't show up um so Marvel Marvel's really deceived me with their trailers <laughs> so I don't know that could be one of it too or it could be a multiversal Doctor Strange it could be the evil Doctor Strange from What If since that's gonna happen one episode could be um you know what my favorite theory is though is that that's normal strange <laughs> because he never truly underwent that full character arc yet and he's still an arrogant a-hole. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I <laughs> I think I think it's I fully think that it's normal the thing Doctor I, Strange, like without a doubt. The thing I saw is that he saw that as a challenge. He's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> They're like, he, I, I wish I had the, I wish I had the list of all the things he's done. It's like he stole the book from the ancient one just because he made a deal with Dormano just because. <laughs> like, he got into so much trouble and then he fixes it. Like, that's his whole character arc. He so, got blipped yeah. just because. <laughs> he, he, he cr- oh, speaking of blipped. Is it just because or just cause? Cause. <laughs> For a just cause or just because? Yeah. Um, speaking of the blip, I saw a deal that ties into Loki because it's. Um, they were saying that. Of all the futures he saw, there might have been a lot more where they won, but that was the only one that the TVA didn't interfere. And so they had to go with that one. Fascinating. Which I was like, mm, that's kind of a good point. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. It's just a little bit kooky. Also, Wong leaves in the trailer. Wait, what? Wong. Oh, yeah. He's like, don't use that spell, and then he dips. <laughs> I think he's going to uh, do the events of Shang-Chi right there. I do, too. But I'm going to go beat up Abomination. When but does that movie that come out? Uh, I think it's the next one out. It is. Is it Is it September 7th? Um, 10th. Nope. That. Oh. Is September it? 2nd. Like, I know what we're doing. Yeah. Or, well, the, the National is September 3rd, but AMC always has it, like, a day early for some reason. Right. Like, 6 p.m., yeah. Um, that's one's out next. And I think right. Eternals is right in the middle. If I believe. I think, yeah. Is Eternals still November? November 5th, yeah. And then Sp- Spider-Man is Christmas time. December 27th? 17th. 17th, Okay. Um, is that it for the trailer? That's all I got. Alright, well... Screen Crush. <laughs> Screen Crush posted a video. Spider-Man went no way home. WTF is happening in this trailer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got, though. 
Okay, well, uh, to touch on Moon Knight real quick, uh, the Moon Knight costume uh, was leaked. Did you not like it? I like it. It's a little darker. What do you mean? Than I thought because he's usually just like a white knight. Like it's oh. a white costume, and this is like gray. I will say though, it does look like very like Egyptian, like resurrected like mummy. mummy. <laughs> yeah, kind of look, which I kind of vibe with. I really like the costume. I'm pulling it up right now just to see it again. I like it. It's pretty comic book accurate too. Like it's pretty spot on. Um, I'm down. I'm excited for that series. There's also supposed to be like a werewolf, the character werewolf TV series on uh, Disney Plus, because uh, I think they're trying to expand into the horror aspect of Marvel with like Blade and all that. Blade Spawn would be cool. Spawn Marvel DC. Spawn well, DC. It's, well, not... Or is it Dark Horse? I think it's that one. It's a third party, but I think DC owns the rights. Let's see who owns the rights to Spawn. Who owns the rights to Spawn? Might be like 20th Century or something. Tom McFarlane. That doesn't help me. Spawn doesn't belong to Marvel or DC. It belongs to Todd McFarlane, who publishes through Image Comics. Um, but McFarlane um, was the co-creator of Venom, that's so that's why they look so similar. I think. Yeah. yeah, I do think they do a lot of deals with um, DC and Warner Brothers because Spawn has made a lot of appearances in like Batman comics and the Injustice video game. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. There's a whole comic of him with Batman. I haven't seen the Spawn movie in a while. I've never seen it. It's okay. It's like your standard early 2000s. It's very like it's very bladey. Yeah, figured. Um, but yeah. So does that does that conclude our entertainment, or do you have more? Uh, oh yeah, I have I have one more. Um, Elon Musk is back at it again. Oh lord. Um, he announced Tesla's plan to release a prototype sometime next year of a so-called Tesla bot. Um, it's just supposed to take over boring and mundane task for humans. It's like designed to be helpful, as we said. He said Musk has, Musk says it will be friendly, and that we can outrun it, and most likely be able to take overpower it. <laughs> <laughs> which concerns me a lot. Yeah. Um. It's also five eight. It weighs what? Yeah, it's five eight, which makes me uncomfortable. It's I, taller than you, Cal. Yeah. Well, me, yeah. It's as tall as me. Yeah, I would more prefer if it was like five five. Okay. Well, how much does it weigh? Do I need to go on steroids? Like what? No, it's only, it only weighs one hundred twenty five pounds. Oh. <laughs> and it, it for some reason Elon Musk put his deadlift up there. It's only one fifty, so it's kind of weak. That's. That's still a lot for a... God, it's weak. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's, like, forklifts and stuff that can do more, but... Yeah. Wow, that's he could, terrifying. He couldn't pick me up. Couldn't pick me up. But, yeah, this bot kind of sketchy. Let's see what happens. Yeah. It's gonna be like that... Do you remember that robot? Uh, I think it was called, like, Hitchbot or something. And it was trying to hitch, like... like all throughout Canada and the U.S. 
Okay, didn't it like not make it far at all? It it got through all of Canada, and it <laughs> goes to Philly. Was the first stop in the U.S. and they found it in a ditch, beat up. <laughs> like it made it to the first city in the United States. It got the crab bean out of it, and everybody talks about it. You gotta look up the picture of it in the ditch. It's so defeated. What, wait, what is it called? I think it's called Hitchbot. Yeah, Hitchbot. Oh, Hitch Hitchbot, the hitchhiking robot, gets beheaded in Philadelphia. Hitchbot autopsy. <laughs> yeah, look at it. Look. Z? Wait, wait. <laughs> this is a huge deal. It was so bad. It didn't get it didn't get beheaded, it got disarmed. Look at Quite this. literally disarmed. It's bad. It was bad. It Bro, got here's his legs Hitch, Here's spot <laughs> riding a golden duck. A golden duck? Oh in Missouri? Oh wait, never mind, he didn't make it to Missouri. Oh I, I see. He only made it to Philly, my guy. Yeah, I see what you're talking about now. That's like the worst. That's like the worst place to drop something off too. It's like let's Philly? just drop yeah. Philly. Let's drop it off in Philly. Let's drop it off on the East Coast. Maybe it'll be fine. I think the only like other like notable worst places to drop it off would be like St. Louis, Missouri. What's wrong uh, with Missouri? <laughs> Oakland, California. Okay, um, California's pretty bad. Los Angeles. Um, okay. Tulsa. <laughs> um, what's another really bad place? Um, Southeast Oklahoma. Southeast Oklahoma. Um, Chicago. Alright, here, okay, here's what it says. Hitchbot, the cheerful hitchhiking robot. This is CNN in 2015 by Todd Leopold. Um, Hitchbot, the, careful, the cheerful hitchhiking robot that made cross-country trips across Canada, the Netherlands, and Germany had intended to travel across the United States as well. Instead, it survived all of 300 miles on a mean street to the USA. Two weeks after beginning the U.S. trip in Boston, the robot was vandalized in Philadelphia. <laughs> the team, the team overseeing the robot said in the statement, Hitchbot's trip came to an end last night in Philadelphia, having spent a little over two weeks hitchhiking and visited, visiting sites in Boston, Salem, Gloucester, Marblehead, and New York City. I'm surprised it got through New York City, if I'm being honest. The Hitchbot family said on its website, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Hitchbot was vandalized overnight in Philadelphia. Sometimes bad things happen to good robots. Did they have, like, a like a camera on him to, like, see what was going on? Um, it doesn't look like it. It looks like, like people, like, took selfies with it um, and posted, like, on Twitter and stuff to tag him. Um... I just can't. <laughs> oh, this is creepy. It says after losing its head, the Hitchbot robot remained upbeat. My trip must, must come to an end for now, but my love for humans will never fade, the bot said. Thank you to all my friends. <laughs> That's kind of sketch, man, for me, honest. I feel like Hitchbot's going to show up on our doorstep. Guns blazing. Guns blazing. Oh. <sighs> Okay, are we ready for the fun? The list. The list. Guys, we're doing a presidential tier list. Um, basically, who sucks, who doesn't, who do we not know anything about? Is it, um, I press this button once to mute it, I need to crack my knees. Crack your knees, Cal. Do I, do I hold Just, it? No, you gotta, you gotta hold it down again, and then tap it. There you Alright, I'm back. Wait a minute.
Uh, hang on. Okay, that's really weird. It won't record me when you're muted. Well, that's weird. It's probably... I'm willing to bet that the audio of this is probably going to sound like crap. Um, I think from now on, until we can get it figured out, we just do like a Zoom thing again in our rooms and just use these on our laptops. Oh, yeah, we do that. And then once I get some soundproofing stuff put in there um, into the kitchen, yeah, we can get it figured out. Um, but, yeah, no, we're having a lot of audio crap. Yeah. Also, I just realized that was probably really loud because I moved my mic. Yeah, it was a little loud. Um, but anyway, we have the presidential tier list. Um, I, I, Cal will be making his own, uh, or our own, while I look Ooh, we at... we post it to Instagram. Yeah, we'll post it to Instagram. Um, so make sure you're following us at Two Pokes Podcast. Yeah. And I will also pull up a previous one made that we can compare and kind of base off of, um, as well as shocking thing. This is an insider.com article, uh, written by Thea Glassman, um, on January 20th of this year. Um, oh, did it get cut off? Well, you said that it doesn't record you when I mute. Well, when did you mute? Um, I think when you were talking about, uh, posting on Instagram. Oh, so yeah. So just cover sure, that all again. Yeah, so just make sure. Okay. So just make sure that you're following us um, at Two Books Podcast on Instagram. I already forgot that. Um, <laughs> you said it. And then I have this this Reddit page that has a tier ranker already made, or a tier maker already made. Um, and then I have interesting facts about each U.S. president from an Insider.com article by Thea Glassman, written um, on January 20th of this year. Um, so we'll go ahead and start. What I'm, I'm assuming the. Um, S article is like superior, like the S tier is superior. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you don't know what tier list is, it goes S A B C D F, and then we added who at the bottom. Um, S is superior, best. I don't know if that's actually what S stands for or not, but it's S is the best, F is the worst, and everything else is, you know, kind of like grades, I guess. A B C D F. Gotcha. Okay, so. I think right off the bat... You just want to go in order by the insider page? We should go... Well, the insider page is not in order. It's not? Actually, yes it is. So we'll start with George Washington, everyone's favorite first president. G.W. G.W. Bills, y'all. He had really bad teeth, uh, which is the easiest one. So I am going to... Um, make up my own fact on this one. Not make up my own fact, but give you a fact that I already know about George Washington. Fake news. Uh, <laughs> uh, he had a hemp farm. You had a what? <laughs> he grew. He grew marijuana. Hell yeah! But not the not the uh, the, the, the one the, we smoke. Not the variant that would get you high. The variant. But hemp, like like your hemp lotion, oh, hemp yeah. seed, stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm he had a hemp sure farm. Native Americans used hemp. He also had a whiskey distillery. Did he really? He did. George Washington was, was actually a lot cooler than that. He's so cool. And for that reason, I believe he should go in the S category. I'll give him S tier because he he dipped after two terms, even though he could have been like the forever president. I just think it's funny. <laughs> and he was like, 
undeniably cool. Yeah. Um, I believe he did. Was it? I believe it was Washington that freed his slaves upon his death. I believe it is. It was. Um, obviously, we don't condone slavery in any form. Yeah. Um, but like. Also, time period. Time period, but like. If we judge our ancestors and our grandkids, will judge us. That was a quote by a famous person. That I don't know who, <laughs> but it was about it's, it was talking about like canceling pa- people from the past, and it was basically saying that don't don't cancel people in the past because you'll get canceled in the future by the next generation. Yeah, no matter what you do now. Um, um he's just he's a cool dude. You can't complain about him. Also, he, if we would have freaking listened to him, we wouldn't have any problems nowadays. Because his two advice to us when he left was literally don't form political parties and don't get involved in foreign affairs. And the next guy that got elected was in a political party. He sucked. And we'll get to him next. Hold on. I got, I, I'm trying to find a deal about his uh, his will after he died. Whatever. Okay. Uh, That was probably really loud. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it's like the baby with the peanut butter all over it is that good <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, farewell address retirement it was upon his death so I'm looking and... yeah it doesn't say anything although I do think you're white right Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no one. Despite having an active slaveholder, or having been an active slaveholder for 56 years, George Washington struggled with the institution of slavery and spoke frequently of his desire to end the practice. At the end of his life, Washington made the decision to free all of his slaves in his 1799 will, the only slaveholding founding father to do so. And this comes from MountVernon.org, which Mount Vernon was his um, home. Yeah. Because the White House had not been, the White House was under construction. Yeah. Um, at the time of his presidency, and he did not live to see its completion. R.I.P. Um, however, number two did, and I have a very, very special place. We got against John Adams. I know he sucked, but <laughs> I think he belongs on the F. You give him F tier. I'm giving him F tier. Um, I gotta find John Adams. What's your reasoning? On- My reasoning. Why does he look so ugly? <laughs> God. Um, How are you going to let this man? So, fun fact about John Adams. Um, he passed a law, or a, like an executive order type deal, called the Alien and Sedition Acts. Oh, was that him? Yes. And this isn't on the Insider article. The Insider article says that Adams' last words were, Thomas Jefferson survives. But what he didn't know was that Jefferson actually died a couple hours before he did. Yeah. Wait, did um, Adams... Yeah, Adams targeted Jefferson with the act, didn't he? Adams and Jefferson hated one another. Yeah, because Adams was a puppet. It's also worth mentioning, guys, I um, studied the presidents from the age of, like, nine up until now, so I, I know my stuff. I listened to the Hamilton musical. And <laughs> I listened to the Hamilton musical three times. Um, and I watched, I watched history documentaries at two in the morning. I know the Ten Dual Commandments. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> um... He passed this thing called the Alien and Sedition Acts, which basically um, invalidated the First Amendment. Yeah. Um, which so, I think is really funny that immediately after they passed the First Amendment... You could be thrown in jail Adam's for speaking like, out against someone. Um, yeah. But really, it was just 
for speaking out. <laughs> that probably allowed to. I just hit the mic. <laughs> um, um, really just speaking out against him. He didn't like being talked about, and so he would throw you in jail if you were talking crap on a newspaper. Which, according um, to the Hamilton musical, Hamilton <laughs> spoke very strongly against <laughs> against uh, Mr. Adams, and I guess that kind of didn't go real well. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I, I believe Hamilton, Jefferson, and Adams did not have a great relationship. No. Um, I know Jefferson and Hamilton didn't because that was the National Bank. Hamilton and Washington were homies. They were homies. Um, but yeah, um, so John Adams sucks. Pretty um, messed up. He's a crybaby. Um, and yeah, that's all I have on him. Damn, why did Democrat Republicans? Stupid Federalists. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thomas Jefferson. TJ. TJ, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him I'm putting him at B tier because he was a straight up pimp. (laughs) (laughs) Here's here's my thoughts on Thomas Jefferson. Cause I feel like we can't avoid slavery with I feel like we have to bring it up. At least a little bit. When talking about the founding father. We can talk about presidents up until eighteen up up until Andrew Johnson, yeah. Yeah. Because Here's my deal with that is like Sam said, a lot of the founding fathers did talk about getting rid of slavery. Like Jefferson wrote a paper about it, but he said he kept it because he would lose all of his money if he didn't, which is still pretty bad. But I think it is worth noting that a lot of the founding fathers did despise slavery. They did speak out against it, but it was also how they made money. And back then, and even now, yeah, with slavery, I mean, obviously it'll be it's a different form of. Well, I was just going to say that if you don't have money, you can't be in politics. No, and you yeah. lose public popularity, public um, opinion on you drops. Yeah. Um, especially in that time. Now, Jefferson did do some other bad things, I will admit. No, Jefferson... <laughs> he was kind of a shady individual. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm I, putting him at B tier. I, I think he's B tier just because... I believe he belongs on the $2 bill. He was. Is he on the $2 bill? He is on the $2 bill, bill. yeah. I have a few of those. I just I, I I look at his work and what he did before America with the Declaration and the Bill of Rights, and also like I said, he was straight up pimp in France. <laughs> they he and Ben Franklin were yeah. I can't say that <laughs> <laughs> they were slaying. <laughs> they were yeah. Uh, the way I had a history teacher explain to me in eighth grade was that Thomas Jefferson, I believe it was Jefferson, um, would go to France and set trends. Like, he was a complete rock star over there. What does I think is really Oh, funny. yeah. Um, so, I, 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 I think he's beach here. Yeah? Okay. Um, his fun. fun fact, which I'll read on this one, because I didn't know this, um, he kept pet mockingbirds because he loved to listen to them sing, which is very pure um, for a man as shady as Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Um, if he was alive in, like, the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 40s, uh, 30s era. I believe that he would have been a mobster. Um, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. I honestly thought you were about to say KKK member. I'm not gonna lie. Whoa! I thought that's what you were about to say. No. Um, definitely not. Um, if you know, you know. Um, what do you mean if you know, you know? Sally Field. Oh. Or not Sally Field. Sally, Sally Hennings. Sally Field was... Uh, was that the name of his... Uh, Sally Field was Aunt May in The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Was that the name of Jefferson's baby mama? <laughs> that was the name of Thomas Jefferson's baby mama. It is mama. pretty bad that he did not free any of his yeah, children. That That's really why I'm, I dropped him down. Well, maybe he should be C too. Put him on C. Yeah. Put him on C, just for that. Um, he did a lot of good, but he did a lot of... Messed up stuff. Very questionable, even for a time period. 
Um, he kept mockingbirds because he loved to listen to them sing, and his favorite of the bunch was named Dick. Yeah. So, that's Thomas Jefferson. I think we chose a precedent that we are basing it off the time period, I guess you could say. Now, here is one... Can't hold... Yeah, whatever. That I... James Madison. I believe that James Madison... Now, hear me out here. Belongs in the A tier. A tier? Yes. I know him. <laughs> he helped write the Declaration of Independence. Boop. <laughs> he helped write... The bill of, he wrote the Bill of Rights, yeah. right? Wait. And, he, oh, crap, Sam. You're, hold on, you're quizzing me. No, I think it was Thomas Jefferson. No. Yeah, it's some Jefferson. I think Madison wrote the... He uh, wrote the Federalist Papers. Yeah, he wrote like 51 pages of it, but Hamilton wrote more. That's he one. wrote the Constitution. James Madison wrote the Constitution. God, we look so bad right now. <laughs> he wrote the Constitution, so first of all, I thank you. I promise you we know. No, you're right. He did? Yeah, I know I'm right. No, okay, okay, here it is. The Bill of Rights. This is, okay, I remember. This trick used to give me all the time in, in uh, tests. It was inspired by Jefferson and then drafted by Madison. So they worked on it together. Co-writers, okay? Yeah. It's like one of but us is one he of wrote, he wrote. You're right with the Federalist Papers. Yeah. Because I remember... That was a big theme in the Hamilton musical. Yeah, I was about to say, is that Hamilton <laughs> wrote like 101 pages and Madison wrote like 50-something. Um, so I can list a few off the top of my head for this one. Um, he wrote those. Um, he was the very first person to graduate from Princeton in the graduate program. Mm. Um... Oh, he founded the Democratic Republican Party? Yes. His um, emphasis in graduate school? Uh, Hebrew. That is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I, was, I mean, yeah, whatever. Um, and, and, and this is another reason why he belongs on A. Um, Dolly Madison, What's his he? wife, invented ice cream. Oh, really? And when the White House was burned during the War of 1812, she was the one who carried George... She took George Washington's portrait off of the frame... Rolled it up and ran out of the burning White House with it. All right, just because of his wife, he'll get a tier. He'll get a tier. Dolly Madison should. She be was in legit. <laughs> she's awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure she's the the reason why it says what the quote that's like behind every great man is a great woman or a better woman. Yeah, uh, I think that's targeted at Mrs. Dolly Madison. Oh, definitely. Um, oh, also, and I, not to mention he got us through the War of 1812. Which we, we got were our, broke. We, we got, got we got we got our butts kicked we got in the War of eighteen twelve. Butts kicked, but we made it through. <laughs> That's true. We survived. We survived with the, with the help of another man who belongs on the very bottom list. But yeah. we'll get to him. Um, also, I think I can I can't believe I completely forgot about uh, Jefferson. One of the favorite things in the Hamilton musical is that back then the VP was a person who lost. Yeah. Which and he Jefferson got rid of it. Which thank God, <laughs> because can you imagine that in today's Paul? I will admit it, that would be a really fun Joe Biden as president with and Donald, Donald Trump, Trump as VP. That would be honestly, this is gonna sound really bad. I would pay to watch that. I was, I was about to say that. <laughs> that would be kind of funny to watch. That'd be an awesome drama TV show. Would it suck to live in America during that time? Absolutely. I mean, but <laughs> I, it would guarantee that you would have to have a bill that everybody likes to pass. It would. Checks and balances would be pretty... That would be... But at the same time, would we get anything accomplished? No, and that's why I think it's a good idea that <laughs> that Jefferson got rid of it. Um, James Madison is next on the tier. 
I he's the only thing that he's really known Monroe. for. We just did James Madison or James Monroe. My bad. Mm-hmm. James Monroe is uh, number five. Um, I gotta look some of these up. Now he wasn't known for a whole ton besides the Monroe Doctrine, which was basically just westward expansion. Yay! Um, so <laughs> yay! Um, but other than that, um, a fun fact about him that I know off the top of my head, um, which is also on this Insider article, um, he did a law apprenticeship um, for Thomas Jefferson. So, um, but he was like, ah, law's kind of, law kind of sucks. Yeah. I'm going to go into politics. He also served in the Revolutionary War. He did, yeah. Hmm. Um, oh, and he sold his plantation and slavery to enter law in politics. So he got out of the... Oh, wait, wait, there's another thing about this guy. No, maybe it's not. Maybe it might be Polk. Yeah, it's Polk. Um, huh? We'll get to Polk in a second. Okay. Um... Wait, yeah. wait a minute. I will put... Oh, never mind. That wasn't as good as a deal I thought as I was. I would put Madison... Oh, God. At... Oh, or not no. Madison. I would put Monroe. <laughs> what, about, what about James Monroe? Oh, nothing. Can you not read... Can you not say it out loud? Oh, my God. He was a bad dude. <laughs> what did he do? I'm a mute. Hold on. And I'll snap. We'll be back, I, guys. Yeah, we'll be right back. I read that last paragraph. We, we at the we at the two post podcast like to redact a statement. Um, we're gonna throw uh, James. <laughs> was this Monroe? Yeah, we're gonna throw James Monroe on the. Uh, who do you want, D or F? I think D tier. The D tier. He um, did kind of make up for it a little bit in the second really, paragraph. But um, you know how we're like, oh yeah, he sold his. He got rid of the the whole slavery and plantation lifestyle. He got yeah. rid of his plantation just to buy a bigger one. It yeah. became a bigger. Yeah. So he kind of sucks. It, so. it does say, I'll read the, the Wikipedia article. This is what I mean by a lot of these presidents is that a lot of them said slavery was wrong, but they didn't really do anything about it. But it says that during the course of the presidency, Monroe remained convinced that slavery was wrong and supported private manumission. But at the same time, he insisted that any attempt to promote emancipation would cause more problems. Monroe believed that slavery had become a permanent part of Southern life and that it could only be removed on providential terms. So, that's kind of like um, he feared for public safety in the United States during the era of violent revolution on two fronts. Um, that reminds me, actually, during the Hamilton musical, <laughs> uh, there is a there is a Cabinet Battle 3 that wasn't part of the original soundtrack. Uh-huh. And it, they, base, they bring up slavery and they basically say, we're just going to leave this to the next generation to figure out because we're too deep into it right now to figure it out. Huh. Which I think, you know, yeah. Interesting. That's why we're kind of looking at all the, the other things these presidents have done <laughs> for the most part. I... What are you looking up? Um, a president who was in... Involved in America's first hit and run, but I can't what? find anything about it, so I think it's false. Um, it's a tale. Um, John Quincy Adams. John Sam, Quincy this Adams. may be the first episode we get canceled on. It might be. Um, <laughs> we might have to do some cutting. Yeah, maybe. Um, Quincy Adams, the son of John Adams. What a nerd. Um, 
<laughs> oh god, his fun fact is interesting. I didn't even read it. Um, I don't know where. Oh, to... what a weirdo! I don't know where. To... <laughs> I don't really know where to put this guy. Um, you should read his fun fact. I think the fans would enjoy it. So, John Quincy Adams' fun fact: is he was a big fan of skinny dipping. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I think, and he wasn't known for very much, I don't believe. Um, I did have to analyze a letter he wrote to his mom in, like, my senior year of AP literature. Really? Yeah, something know. like that. Oh, wait, was it that? Was that, he wrote, didn't he write something? That's what I'm looking at right now. He wrote something to his wife about, or was that John Adams? I don't know. Someone Maybe. wrote a letter to their wife about... Um. It's either slavery or politics. It might be John Adams. I think it. I think it was John Adams. Because I think that was back. When, I think that was when Quincy was showing an interest in politics, and they didn't want a minute. Or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. Sorry, yeah. guys. I'm like shifting around over here. Um, I'm trying to read if he did anything cool. I don't believe he did. I, really I don't guess. believe he did. He was part of a few <laughs> treaties. Uh, what was his party? It says something about political parties. I don't think he had. Did he have one? Mm-hmm. I think so. Was he a, Demo- was he a Democratic Republican? Is there that or a Whig or a Federalist? Or... He was a third United States minister to the Netherlands. First United States minister to... He was Russia. a Whig. He was a Whig. He was a Whig. Yeah. Oh, so he was the first United States minister to Russia and Prussia. Third one to the Netherlands. God, we reached out early on. We did. Um. And so, I think... I, I do we, do we C? I'll, I'll put him in C tier. He wasn't like amazing. Yeah, but he wasn't it's good. No name. Um, which one of you ugly dudes is John Quincy Adams? He is the one where he's sitting. Oh, he kind of looks like a toe. I'm trying to. He is number on the one that I the example one. He on C, it's. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Can you turn your computer? Um, I can try. It's, you see, see it? It's this guy. That's him? Yeah. Oh, sure enough. What did he say? C tier? Yeah. Is it average president? Yeah. He didn't. Eh, yeah. The world didn't fall apart. Yeah. Um. Next one. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Put this man on the F tier yeah. um, automatically. Yeah, um, where do I start? Trail of Tears. Um, oh, here, I love The this. giant block of cheese. <laughs> That's weird. Have you heard that story? No. Okay. My, I have a different story for Mr. Andrew. This is his fun fact that I... I it, BuzzFeed did a whole article on this, I believe. Um, or did a whole like video on this. He was gifted... A ginormous block of cheese in the middle of the summer in Washington, D.C. And obviously, this man could not, and his White House staff, could not eat all of that freaking cheese. It was a 1,400-pound block of cheese. And it Why? just kind of sat in the in the White House and molded because they didn't keep it cold. That's disgusting. Refrigerators weren't a thing back then. So it started to stink up the entire city. Obviously, Washington, D.C. was a lot smaller then than it is now, but can you imagine just walking around smelling something absolutely putrid and knowing that that is coming from the White House? And he, like, had a whole party to, um, 
try to help get rid of this cheese, and they 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 didn't. Yeah. And so he was like giving chunks away to people. Um, he, other notable things: he was shot, what shot in the heart and survived, or was that another one? I think that was different. I think that was Teddy. Teddy got shot. Um, Jackson was the founder of the Democratic Party, which is why their emblem is a donkey, because his rivals said he looked like a donkey. <laughs> um, he was in the Battle of New Orleans, which I believe he's the reason why they won. That was the War of 1812. Yep. He, um, my favorite thing about Mr. Andrew Jackson is that whenever he, he got involved in a lot of duels. And there was one duel. Really, I just like to fight. <laughs> yeah, there was one duel where the guy shot first, but he shot the air. Andrew Jackson looked at him and shot him and killed him. I believe there was also one where they said he killed like twenty five people in duels. Yeah, like, and there was one where, oh, it was an assassination attempt. Was it? On- Someone went to shoot Jackson, shot him. Didn't it wasn't a lethal shot. He was shot in the heart. Oh, okay. He got shot in the heart. It wasn't a lethal shot, and. Jackson immediately went after him and beat the crap out of the guy. Yeah, with the cane, right? Or I think it was with his own pistol. Oh my god, he killed Charles Dickinson. Andrew Jackson killed Charles Dickinson? Yes! Oh my god, he was more than 100 duels. And he killed... Oh, you're thinking of Charles Dickens. No, it's Charles Dickinson. Who's Charles Dickinson? I believe it's the author. No, that was Charles Dickens. Oh, was it? Dickinson accused Jackson of, but there was a Dickinson. Yeah, um, because he called he like. Oh, that's because he insulted Dickinson insulted um, Jackson's wife because they were married before she could get a divorce. Oh yeah, you're right. And then yeah, also also because uh, Jackson was accused of rigging a horse bet. Yes, as well. Yes. Um, Also, when Jackson left office, he said, "I have two regrets." Uh, one, I didn't kill more people in duels. This is legit what he said. And then second was that he didn't kill um, John C. Calhoun, which was his vice president during most of his presidency, <laughs> which I bet that felt great for Calhoun. Also, Calhoun was a VP for a lot of presidents. Yeah, Calhoun was a solid He was a solid figure. pick back in the day. <laughs> I believe he ran for president several times and didn't win. But he always got VP. <laughs> yeah. What a career. That's yeah. like Alex Mor- Moran on Blue Mountain State. Yeah. <laughs> Never wants to be the first string, but I'll be the second string in party. <laughs> Martin, Martin Van Buren. <laughs> um, um, his daughter-in-law was first lady, but not in the way that you think. Uh, yeah, because his wife died, um, <laughs> and then he didn't get remarried, so good on you. Natural lifestyle. Woo! But his daughter-in-law, um, so I guess his son's wife? Yeah. Um, did all the first lady duties, so That's pretty I would give him like they have him on this one as D. Probably because of his mutton chops. His mutton chops are savage. What are you doing? Those are not savage. No, those, those look, look good. awful. And I would so give him. Kid. I'd give him a C tier. I feel like he did something, and I'm forgetting. I'm gonna Google it real quick. I have his his uh, his Wikipedia. Panic of 1837. What? What did Van Buren do as president? He proposed the establishment of an independent treasury to handle the federal funds that had been moved to state banks and cut off all federal government expenditures in order to ensure the government would remain solvent. So he... He did kind of help keep 
Um, Inflation at bay, maybe? Loss of the White House. The measures passed Congress through the bitter debate over them drove many, many more conservative Democrats into the Whig Party. In addition to the Panic of 1837, Van Buren also was also hurt by a long, costly war fought during his administration with the Seminole Indians of Florida. Yeah, he lost is, his re-election bid to Harrison in 1840 and left the White House after serving only one term. It says Van Buren was also involved in putting all Native Americans in Oklahoma. Wait. Okay, so maybe we should give him D. It, oh, wait, never mind. This was before he got in. So, yeah. Give him D. Because that was kind of crappy. That he kind of helped with that. Um, wait a minute. No, no, no. I was wrong. I was wrong. That was before he came into presidency. Yeah, but still he was involved in that. Was he? Oh, I guess he was VP at the time. He was VP for Jackson. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. VPs don't do anything, if I'm being honest. So I don't know how much of that you can put on him. However, he looks like he did do some stuff. I don't know. This is all before he was president. I don't know. Yeah, I'll give him D tier, though. I don't know. And then we'll also give the D tier to William Henry Harrison, everyone's favorite grandpa, um, because he died... A month into into office. Oh yeah, because of his stupid speech. He had pneumonia. Um, yeah, because read the fact. <laughs> yeah, Harrison's inauguration speech was the longest to date. It went for an hour and forty five minutes, and he was out in a snowstorm. He died a month later of pneumonia. Yeah. What did you say? Give him D tier. Yeah. F tier. He didn't do anything. Oh, he gave it. a really long speech and then died. Who succeeded him? Um, I believe it was John Tyler. Let me. Oh, yep. John Tyler. Um, fun I'm, fact about John Tyler, he got kicked out of his own political party. That's how you party. Um, I believe because he was not favorable. It was either John Tyler or Zachary Taylor. Well, that's the difference. Why was John Tyler kicked out of the Whig party? He believed that the president should set policy rather than Congress, and he sought to bypass the Whig establishment led by Senator Henry Clay of Kentucky. Oh, yeah, you didn't mess with Henry Clay. Forgot about that piece of history. Henry Clay was a force to be reckoned with. That name sounds real familiar. What did um, he say he did with Congress? What was that? He wanted to do... Um, he believed that... Um, so Congress set policies. Yeah. Um, or sets policies. Yeah. Um, he believed that that was the president's job. Um, and that went against everything that his political party stood for. Um, and after that, most of his cabinet resigned... Um, Dang. Very soon into his term. And... Uh, the um, Whigs dubbed him his accidency and Ooh. expelled him from the party. Um, he also had 15 children, which is it, the oh wait, is most... He, is he the guy that he has a grandkid alive right now? Yes. That's him? Yeah. 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 That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's pretty bored that you got kicked out of your own political party. I would give him... I'd give him C tier. Um, I don't know. Do you that or put him into who? <laughs> I think he should go into the the. He kind of ugly, some of them. He is kind of ugly. Fifteen kids, though. Um, <laughs> let's put him in D. Also, it's worth mentioning there's a lot of people on this D tier that on this um um already made tier that I don't agree with, and we'll get to that. Um, Don't forget we also have the Who tier. Oh, we also yeah we do have the Who tier. James Knox Polk. This is the 
He issued the building of the Washington Monument. And issued the very first postage stamp. Oh, so he's to blame for a lot of people's mm-hmm. hobby. Um, he... I would give him... I'd give him C. Let's see. Um, Dude, they got... It's so hard trying to find these photos. <laughs> James K. Polk. Yeah, maybe I should have done that because I know what they look like. Well, it's, it's just the ones they have doesn't match up with, like... The ones on the the fun fact doesn't match up with their actual like portrait, and this one used portraits. Did he say C tier? Yeah, Mr. J. Oh, he he oversaw the largest territorial expansion in American history, over a million square miles of land, and acquired through a treaty with England and a war with Mexico. Ah, so I how- believe it was Polk that got Texas. And Arizona, yeah, and New Mexico, and California, yeah. or parts of California, yeah. That that should be mentioned too with John Quincy. John Quincy did get Florida for us. He did, which very debatable if he did. It's a good or bad thing, right? Now. <laughs> Everybody makes fun of Florida, Florida man, <laughs> Polk man, Polk or man. Quincy Adams man. Okay, Zachary and then Taylor, Zachary Taylor, um, an unbothered king. Maybe. I don't know. I should probably not say that before I know what they did. So, Zachary Taylor (laughs) (laughs) was probably the laziest president. Mm, Never Um, mind. (laughs) And also did some pretty um, bad things. He He was an 1812 uh, war hero. Um, He fought some very questionable wars. Yeah, some very questionable wars. Hero is um, in parentheses. Um, Not for the War of 1812. The Brits deserved it. The Brits did deserve it, and they will get it again if you try. Um, the So, um, I knew this one, this insider article uh, fact. So, he got nominated by the Whig Party to be their candidate. Yeah. And he didn't know until he got a letter in the mail. That's pretty funny. That was like, hey... We chose you. And he was like, cool, I'm not campaigning, though. That's how I would He did do zero it. campaigning and won. Who did he run against? He did die. Um, have you heard the story about his death? No. Diarrhea. Oh. He had milk and cherries one night, and then the next night, he was like... Dysentery. <laughs> and then died. Is it picking up me right from this distance? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's okay. picking you... I believe it's picking you up better than it's picking me up. Oh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> yes. Um, um, I just saw something about him. So, we should probably put that man... Don't put him in D tier. In the D tier, yeah. You want to read off what he's done? Can you read off what he's done? I think we should just ignore it and move on. Just ignore it and move on. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds like politics. Um, <laughs> Russia. Russia. Millard Fillmore, otherwise known as Alec Baldwin's lookalike. He does look like <laughs> Baldwin. Um, he didn't have a vice president during his time in office? What? He succeeded. Um. Oh! Okay, let me go back on Zachary Taylor. Um, he his cause of death... He wanted an anti-Masonic party for that. His cause of death was cholera. Oh, yeah. 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 And he died 16 months into office. So, and he got that cholera from cherries and milk. He got it from cherries. I guess they weren't... Sanitary? Sanitary. Sanit- sanitary. <laughs> um, so Millard Fillmore um, succeeded Zachary Taylor. Um, he didn't have a VP. He did not have a VP. I think we should put him in the who category. 
Yeah. Just because I have no idea. I don't know much. I know, so this is going to sound really morbid. When my grandfather had a stroke back in 08, he, yeah. he got put in a hospital named after Millard Fillmore because Millard uh-huh. Fillmore was from Buffalo. Oh, cool. And that's where they were. So I remember that. That hospital no longer exists. Um, it was torn down, I believe. Um, but yeah, it was like a stroke hospital that he was put into. Yeah. So, um, Franklin feel, Pierce. We haven't found anybody in B tier yet. Nobody's worthy. Young Hickory. So I believe that uh, Young Hickory. So you know who was called Old, old Hickory, right? Yes, Andrew. Jackson. Andrew Jackson. So I believe that uh, Hold this on, man. I want to see if he was just as bad. He was. <laughs> I can already really? tell you. I can already tell you. Wait a minute. No, he did it. Oh wait, no. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I read that wrong. I read that wrong. <laughs> He is really bad. So he belongs in the F tier. Um, he was president number fourteen. Um, mm, he was right before civil war kicked off. It looks like he was trying to prevent the civil war. However, how he did it was not very good. He so tensions were already happening, uh, north and south, yeah. and he did absolutely nothing about it. He said that it says that. He was a Northern Democrat who believed that the abolitionist movement was a fundamental threat to the unity of the nation. He alienated anti-slavery groups by supporting and signing the Kansas-Nebraska Act and enforced a fugitive slave act, yet these efforts failed to stem conflict between North and South because the South eventually succeeded in the American Civil War being in 1861. Yeah, so it looked like he lived up to the name Young Hickory. He definitely supported slavery and believed that it was in the Constitution that involuntary servitude See, was a thing. He, um, yeah. As it was called back in the day. Um, Which is kind of what the Founding Fathers pointed at, that they said that it was too entrenched in yeah. American lifestyle at the time to even Fair do enough. anything about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, screw Franklin Pierce. That was pretty bad. Oh, no! It was Franklin Pierce! Wait a minute. Who are you looking at? The hit and run. What? Franklin Pierce, hit and run. Was he involved? Like, did he shoot or was he shot? He okay. Franklin Pierce was involved in America's very first hit and run. That's cool. Um. He, um. Um. He may not have hit that woman. Pierce was denied. Whoa. Pierce What's was. Pierce was. Re, he hit a woman with his horse and buggy. What? He was oh, intoxicated. That, he was drunk driving, hit, basically. That kind of hit and run. Yeah. I thought you meant with like a flint dog. No, 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 no. Pierce was denied <laughs> renomination by the Democratic Party in 1856, the only pre- uh, elected president to have been rejected so out of hand. After being given the heave ho, he has widely been quoted as telling a friend, "There is nothing left to do but get drunk." While many of us in the same position would stop at the nearest tavern for a session of beer pong, the story sounds <laughs> apocryphal. Apocryphal? Ap- I don't know. Presidential historian Paul Baller re- repeats this quotation in his book, Presidential Diversions, 2007, when I asked him about it, and he said, Pierce must have been joking. Pierce unquestionably drank heavily during certain periods of his life, and alcoholism contributed to or caused his death but he didn't make a habit out of announcing it. Another story is that Pierce ran over an elderly woman with his carriage. Oh my god. Is almost certainly false, according to historian Peter Walner, author Ew. of Franklin Pierce, Martyr of the U- Martyr for the Union. Ugh. Ugh. He took on the mob. Or at least a mob. Oh, that's crap. 
He was a better ex-president. <laughs> like Jimmy Carter, Pierce was a better ex-president than president, if for no other reason than he no longer was in office. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Okay, James Pierce. Buchanan, America's first possibly um, homosexual president. Did you know about this? I did not. It he never say, married. It does say he was the only completely unmarried president yeah. to serve in office. And there have been letters that were written by him to a man that were quite uh, juicy, uh-huh. if you will. Um, just like to throw it out there, just so everyone knows, uh, we at the Two Books Podcast are allies History. of the LGBTQ community. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, he was the only completely unmarried president to serve in the office. Um, I do? believe he had like a girlfriend or something. A girlfriend? I think it'd be I think it'd be really fun to be single and be president. I don't believe he did much. I don't think he was well liked. That's what I'm trying to look right now. I believe, oh, I believe that uh, he was impeached. Was he really? Was he, what? I believe. God. During most of 1860, the co-vote committee held hearings on whether to impeach President James Buchanan. While it found no real cause, it did find that his administration was the most corrupt since the foundation of the Republic. Seriously? James Buchanan. Here's the story. Okay, this is from Lancaster Online. Um, a lot of people blame him for the Civil War. Yeah. Um, because I believe he was pretty racist, um, as most he, as most were. He um, says he spent most of his years after his presidency defending his reputation. And the okay, wait, let's see. Oh, they also it says. Just go back to what we said earlier. Um, Buchanan never married, and as of 2021, he's the only U.S. president to remain a lifelong bachelor. Biographers have variously suggested that he was either celibate, homosexual, or asexual. Okay. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, um, so, let's put him in the... I kind of think he's D-tier, if I'm being honest, because of his ignorance of slavery and did not stop the succession of this other state. Yes. I agree. Um, let's go ahead and put... Mr. Abe. Mr. Abe Lincoln. Uh, let's throw him in the A tier. Um, I'm sorry, but do you know another president that's like 51 and 0 in wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> I wait, no. He did, he did lose one. He's like 50 and, uh, 50 and 1 or something. I gotta look that up now. He only lost one match out of the 300 he participated in. Yeah, 300? That's what I'm saying. I know he's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. By the way, what other president do you know that did that? Also... The way he predicted his death always creeps me out. I don't like that people predict their deaths because he said, "Was it to his body build or not his body?" Build? His bodyguard. He had a dream one night that yeah. he saw him. He was in the White House and he came down the stairs. There was a casket in, oh, the, in the front me. room. Um. So obviously, there's very obvious reasons why he belongs in the A tier and not the um, was it B tier or the S tier. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Time out. I was going to put him in... Oh, do you not want to put him in S tier? Mm. You don't think he balls on S tier? It's on the freaking penny, man. And the $5 bill. The $5? So, here are my reservations, and they're purely based on um, slavery. Oh, okay. Hit me. Um, Hold on. It was said... I don't, did you take AP U.S. History? No. Hell no. Okay. That was, like, the one class I, I uh, like, loved in high school because I'm a big history guy um, he I believe that he 
um, once said that um, while he did free the slaves, he did it because he felt like he had to. And if he believed that the Union could survive without that happening, he would have kept slavery and wouldn't have abolished it. Um, Actually, no. Let's throw him in the S tier. Because he did end up doing it. Um, Yeah. S tier. Yeah. Um, He was jacked. Um, He was ripped. He was um, a lumberjack as a... As a young man, he was freaking a lame. clerk, a lawyer, and a vampire hunter, <laughs> a vampire hunter, and president. How good? He he'd done it all. So, um, I think yeah. he did bring together a very broken nation more than anybody else has. Although, I don't know. It's it's hard rating because a lot of these presidents did bad things, and but it's also so I was trying to say earlier is like. We have to keep in mind that these people are products of their time. And there's a lot of stuff that they did that was okay then that's not okay now, obviously. True, and, yeah. And it's also, so it's then it's, what we're trying to do is, so like, I think like me and you are on the same page, we're trying to get rid of like a lot of that, like not judging them for things that were right, somewhat acceptable back then. Uh-huh. And also, but even, even though a lot of things were acceptable, a lot of these did still speak out against acceptable things. You know what I mean? That's true. So, no, I agree with you. Um, it's, a, it's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult with these early presidents, yes. Yeah. But the, the if you haven't heard the Lincoln-Kennedy assassination coincidences, coincidence, pretty Quintings. crazy. It's, it's Lincoln, Kennedy, and McKinley. Oh, McKinley? I McKinley was assassinated, too. Oh, no, I was just talking about the similarities between Lincoln and Kennedy, like their wives. Have you ever seen all that? Yeah, oh, I have. Okay. Lincoln got killed in a Kennedy or something like that. Or, wait, no, Kennedy got killed. Whatever. Um, Andrew Johnson. Um, F tier. Right now. He did not want to be president. Um, he didn't go to school, Cal. What's wrong with that? He has no education. What's wrong with that? He, had he didn't te- have a VP either. He had How did these guys not have VP? Because he got impeached. Oh, he did? <laughs> he still didn't have a VP, though. He sucked. And, like, yeah, he passed the, uh, what was it, the 19th Amendment? No. No idea. No, the thir- the, the the Reconstruction Amendments, 13, 14, 15. His own form of presidential reconstruction. Yeah. And so, like, he did that, but he only did that because Lincoln was like, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah. And so he was just finishing what Lincoln did. Oh, yeah, Johnson opposed the 14th Amendment. Yeah, he, he didn't want slavery to end, which obviously, like, Back to what you said, we can't base all of our answers slowly, solely on that. But he quite literally did nothing but cause headaches for Congress and yeah. all of that. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah I'm okay. And he was impeached, I believe. Dang. Or at least went through the trials, too. Got a bunch of racists in FT right now. <laughs> yeah. But we've got another one that is about to go up to the S tier. Grant? Ulysses S. Grant, man. That's fine. Uh, the general of... Wait a minute. Time out. Hold on. The S in his name is actually a result of a clerical error? Yeah, he didn't have a middle name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh wait, never mind, never mind. Yeah, Green's S tier. God, he's yeah, he's never so mind. he he helped us. He basically single handedly won the. I was Civil gonna say War. he was the general of the union. Yeah, he was the general of the union. Yeah, never he mind. straight up went up to Robert E. Lee and was like, "You done? You done? <laughs> yeah, Grant's a cool dude. He um, was like a little rugged cowboy in his rugged photo. cowboy. He died of lung or throat cancer Excellent. because he smoked. I think it was like, what's his fun fact? It's the S thing. Okay. Um, what a cool dude. He's he smoked like I, I want to say ten plus cigars a day. Dang. And I believe he inhaled too. So, yeah, he was crazy. Um, and then Alabama claims in his foreign affairs free trade with Hawaii. Yeah. Is that was that the bad free trade? No. No, that was later. That was the dole fruit. Oh, is that when Dole Fruit became like a national power and had a military, and there was a revolution over bananas or something? Yeah, because Hawaii didn't want to give up their. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Rightfully so, but like. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I guess. Um, Rutherford B. Hayes is next on our list. Hold on. Let me see if I can find him on the tier thing. Rutherford B. Hayes. Oh, he's got a beard. He's got a majestic beard. I Looks like Hayes is currently sitting in the D tier on this one. Um, let's what see what he did. First to be sworn in privately in the White House. On what a, a loser. Saturday. What a loser. <laughs> Wikipedia needs to go like straight to things. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no. Hayes was a lawyer and staunch abolitionist. About, about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Let's move this guy up. Yeah, as I was gonna say, he 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 was well, good. He was against, or he was for abolition. Yeah, and he, he defended refugee ah, <laughs> defended refugee slaves in court proceedings. Uh, he attempted to he led civil service reform or began efforts that led that. Yeah, he was um, in the Union Army. Yep, he um, also attempted to reconcile the divisions left over from the Civil War. Um, oh, well, he was one of the most contentious victories in U.S. history. Yeah. Oh, he's one of oh, the guys that lost the popular vote but won the electoral. He. What is that called? Um, a congressional commission. No, 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 no. There's a there's a name for it. I think Tim and Trump are the only ones, right? Or is there one more? I think. What he lost the popular vote but won the electoral. Yeah. Who are you running against? Does it say? Um, I believe it was Harrison. Benjamin Harrison. Harrison Ford. It's called something. This makes it easy. He was an easy guy. Didn't have a racist past. My knee. Yeah, and he ended reconstruction. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, wait. Great Railroad Strike. Oh, he faced the largest labor uprising to date. Yeah. Cool dude. Rutherford B. Hayes. I think he should be our first B tier. Okay. As an attorney in Ohio, Hayes served as the city solicitor of Cincinnati yeah. from 1858 to 1861. At the start of the Civil War, he left a fledging political career to join the Union Army as an officer. Hayes was wounded five times, most seriously oh at the Battle God. of South Mountain in 1862. <laughs> he shot five times. He earned a reputation for bravery in combat and was promoted to brevet major general. 
After the war, he served in Congress from 1865 to 67 as a Republican. Hayes left Congress to run for governor of Ohio and was elected to two consecutive terms from 1868 to 1872. Um, the Great Railroad Strike of 1877, which remains the deadliest confrontation between striking workers and strike, break, strike breakers in U.S. history. The Dawes Act. That was um, assimilation between uh, Native Americans. Yeah, Dawes Act was a big one. Yeah. Um, speaking of Ohio, next on our list was also Ohio, and it looks like he was. Oh, don't even, don't even. Oh, it was a uh, Samuel Tilden. Huh? Was who he was running against? Never heard him. Oh my God! Our next guy. There's a name for when you win the electoral, but lose the popular. I don't know, bro. But it's a scandal. Like it's like something, something scandal. Um, guess who we have next? James Garfield. James A. Garfield, who was in office for one prime year before he got assassinated. Yeah, he got shot in Ohio. <laughs> As I say, he's also from Ohio. By by uh, Charles Guto. Guto. Um. Oh, credit mobile scandal. Yep. Corruption in the Union Pacific Railroad. Uh, so, do you want to put him in the B know. tier as well? B? C? I don't know. I, I really don't know much about him. I don't know much either. Should we put him in the who? Uh, we put him C tier. I don't think he was bad. I don't know. We could be wrong. He's got a cool beard. We'll put him in C. Looks like he kept it well kept. I think the, be... the next, like the, the after Grant... The next, like, <laughs> the next, like, three presidents have amazing facial hair. Um, Chester Arthur. Chester A. Arthur. Please read his his fact. Arthur's critics tried to persuade the public that the presidential hopeful was not actually an American citizen. <laughs> he was born in Vermont. Which, if you do recall, is one of the 13 colonies, right? Vermont? Yeah, I yeah. think so. So it's one of the smaller ones. Chester Arthur. Ah, I can't remember what he did. Uh, he enforced the Pendleton Civil Service Reform Act. He presided over the rebirth of the U.S. Navy, but he was criticized for failing to alleviate the federal budget surplus, which has been accumulating since the end of the Civil War. Um. Oh. Arthur vetoed the first version of the 1882 Chinese Exclusion Act, arguing that a 20-year ban on Chinese immigrants to the United States violated the Berlin-Game Treaty, but he signed a second version, which included a 10-year ban. Um, Ordered nearly all of his papers, both personal and official, to be burned before his death. That's suspicious. <laughs> Um, Mark Twain wrote. Of, Mark Twain wrote of him. It would be hard indeed to better President Arthur's administration. Despite this, modern historians generally rank Arthur as a mediocre president as well as the least memorable. Um, I think we should follow suit and give him C tier. Okay. Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland. Um, interesting fact about him that I just know off the top of my head before I read this fact. Um, Cleveland he was president. He was president twice, but is only um, considered one. So technically, we've had forty. 
Was is Biden forty six? Sure. How many really. presidents have we had? We should have one more because of this man. Biden is 46. So there should be 47 because Grover Cleveland was elected in 1885 as well as 1893. Oh, yeah. He ran again. Okay, he's the the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms in office, which is what you were saying, the the Cleveland sandwich. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. He won the popular vote for three presidential elections. And was one of two Democrats, followed by Woodrow Wilson in 1912, to be elected president during the era. Oh, wait, that doesn't even matter. Um, yeah. So there's another one that won the popular vote but lost to the electoral. Um, Looks like he... What did he do? He nabbed the job thanks to 1,200 votes in New York. <laughs> um, if I do remember correctly, Grover Cleveland was kind of a, a bad... A baddie. Um, looks like he went against labor unions. Um, supported the gold standard. Yeah. Um, looks like he pissed off both the Republican and Democratic parties. Yeah. Which is probably why he was beaten by Benjamin Harrison. Yeah. In 1889. It says that... <laughs> it he was overwhelmed by the nation's economic disasters and was very not prepared... <laughs> Um, today, Cleveland is considered by most historians to have been a successful leader, has been praised for honest integrity, adherence to his morals, and defying party boundaries. In effect, the leadership, he is generally ranked among the upper mid tier of presidents. I don't know. We can put him in like B tier. Okay. We'll put him in B. Yeah, let's do it. How long has this show been so far? We are sitting at almost two hours. Are you serious? Yeah. This is cool. Um, next on our list, uh, Benjamin, Benjamin Harrison, the uh, grandson of William Henry Harrison. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, oh, he was the first to. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> he was the first president to use electricity in the White House, but he and his wife refused to touch the lights for fear of electric shock. Yep. Um. So, and also a fun fact about the Harrisons, they are related, or the the Pawn Stars Harrisons. Oh, yeah. Are related. Oh, really? To these Harrisons. Yeah. That's cool. Like, very distantly, yeah. Um, Benjamin Harrison. Benjamin Harrison. Benjamin Harrison. Benjamin Harrison. 23rd president. He's another Ohioan. Yeah, Ohio has a lot of presidents. Harrison was born on a farm by the Ohio River... And graduated from Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. Wow. After moving to Indianapolis, he established himself as a prominent local attorney, Presbyterian church leader, and politician in Indiana. During the American Civil War, he served in the Union Army as a colonel and was confirmed by the U.S. Senate as a brevet brigadier general of volunteers in 1865. Harrison unsuccessfully ran for governor of Indiana in 1876. The Indiana General Assembly elected Harrison to a six-year term in the U.S. Senate. Um... He signed the Sherman Antitrust Act. Yep. Um, the McKinley Tariff. Um, so, he facilitated the creation of National Forest Reserves through the Land Revision Act of 1891. Oh, he added six states to the Union. B. Put him in the B tier. 
B. B. <laughs> Put him in the B tier. He strengthened the U.S. Navy. There you go. All right. And then... And it looks like he tried to secure federal education funding and also voting rights enforcement for African Americans, but couldn't get it done. But he tried. Nice. Um, yeah, I'll put him in B tier. He's like a cool dude. And then... Oh, we're getting into color pictures. Or not. Kind of. Close. We have, oh, Mr. Taft. <laughs> we have William McKinley next. Mm-hmm. Um, another president who was assassinated. God dang. Um, he actually was the first president to conduct telephone campaigning. So he's to blame for your annoying. Can you can you donate five dollars? <laughs> um, is Mount McKinley named after him? I believe he was very unpopular, though. And it says that the McKinley tariff was highly controversial. Oh, look. Together, <laughs> um, together with the Democratic redistricting aimed at gerrymandering him out of office led to his defeat in the Democratic landslide of 1890. Uh-oh. And then he was shot fatally. Soon after. Um, rapid economic growth marked McKinley's presidency. He prompted or promoted the 1897 Dingley Tariff to protect manufacturers and factory workers from foreign competition. And in 1900, secured the passage of the Gold Standard Act. Um, he tried to persuade Spain to grant independence to everybody as Cuba without conflict, but then negotiations failed. Requested and signed Congress's Declaration of War to begin the Spanish-American War of 1898. Uh, the United States victory was quick and decisive. As part of the peace development, Spain turned over to the United States its main overseas colonies of Puerto Rico, Guam, and Philippines, while Cuba was promised independence. But the time remained under control of the United States Army. The United States annexed the independent Republic of Hawaii in 1898, and it became a United States territory. Um, so, B tier? Yeah, B or C. B or C. It's kind of... Uh, <clears throat> it said that his election, historians said his election was a realigning election with political stalemate of the post Civil War, uh, beginning the Progressive Era. Um, in a campaign, fo- he won in 1900, a campaign focused on imperialism, protectionism, and free silver. Um, and then yeah, he was shot. I would put him C. Okay. I agree. Let's do it. He's got some solid picks. Um, Theodore Esther. Esther. All right, you ready? I fuck. It's our big man, Teddy. Teddy. Throw him in the S tier. I love Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. He was a G. <laughs> there was a man. What was the story? Uh, so he 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 was a Dakota man. He was with asthma, which was normally a death sentence back then. Yeah. And then he's like, nah, I'm going to run a mile every day up this he was mountain. A, I believe he was like a big like New York official, like a big city guy. Yeah, he and then because of his, uh, because of FDR. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, reverse that. What, FDR, or Theodore helped FDR get in. I don't know, whatever. Something like that. But, Teddy, there was also the, the jungle escapade. Where he went I, to, I have it pulled up right now. He went to the jungle and almost died. Yeah. To the Amazon Basin, where, yeah, 
He almost died a lot. And then there was one where there was someone... Was it someone who tried to assassinate him on his own land or something like that? It was during his speech. He got shot, but his speech was in his pocket, and it was so thick, it stopped the bullet like from being fatal, and he plugged it with his two fingers and kept going for like 30 minutes <laughs> for his speech. Um, also, he was part of the Rough Riders during the Spanish-American War, mm-hmm. which was a pretty bad Bama-Jama group. He also has my favorite quote of all time. Speak softly, but carry a big stick. Honestly, the best big stick diplomacy we've ever had. Big stick diplomacy, man. Because it worked. It works. It works now. We were so respected, but also we helped out a lot. Um, made the FDA. Yeah. Hated trust and broke up monopolies. Yeah. Which I was, I was thinking about this the other day. Is like, can you imagine what he would do, like in today's world? Like he would ruin companies. <laughs> Amazon would not exist. No, he would, yeah. He would ruin a lot of companies. Also, he got so mad at his own party, he made his own party and almost beat him. The Bull Moose Party. Yep. Um, I think probably the first president to even care about the environment, or even bring up the environment as a concern with, because he... He helped secure national parks. Yeah, national parks all over the place. Yeah. And also, he did the deal with uh, lumber companies, where they do it now, where you, there's a circle, and you cut a third down, and then you replant, and then when you move on to the next third, that first one's growing inside that process. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a tragic story about him. His mother and wife died yeah. within hours of one another. Yeah, super close. Um, and then there was one... I believe, like, someone was, like, either trespassing on his land or, like, hunting on his land, and he, like, caught them yeah. and rode them back to town at gunpoint <laughs> the whole time. Like, for a day. It was, like, over a day. He was, he was, I, I think he was a really good guy. He also had, like, pet lions, too. His fun fact was that he watched Lincoln's funeral procession when he was a child. He was a cool dude. And then Cincinnati's finest, William Howard Taft. Oh, no. Um, Mr. Fatso. <laughs> obviously got stuck in the bathtub. You can't come back from that. <laughs> I wonder what he would think about people knowing Oh, about my God. That. He was almost a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. We could have had a completely I believe that he was pretty popular. It said... Uh, I Okay, I'm going to mute myself. And, and use the little boys' room. Okay. I will return. Keep reading the facts. Oh, you want me to keep going? Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought I said something. Oh, wait, that was Woodrow Wilson. Never mind. Um, Taft. Yeah, Mr. Stuck in a Bathtub because he was so fat. Um, Taft almost served in another high office. He was apparently offered a Supreme Court seat by both McKinley and Roosevelt, but turned it down. So there you know. Um, we've see what we know. Sam said he was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. His father was a U.S. Attorney General. And Secretary, oh no, Secretary of War. Taft attended Yale and joined the Skull and Bones Club. No. Yeah, his dad was a founding member. Oh no, that's a that's a sketchy group. <laughs> Uh, for those of you, what? Yeah, for those of you who don't know, 
researched the Skull and Bones Club at Harvard and Yale, and that it has a lot of presidents come out of that club, and it is rumored to be highly connected with the Illuminati and that type of stuff. Um, that's a very sketchy group to dig into. Um, in 1904, uh, he became Secretary of War. Um, Roosevelt handpicked him. Oh, I remember. Roosevelt handpicked him and then Taft did a really bad job, and that's why Roosevelt ran the Bull Moose next year. <laughs> because he got... Oh, yeah, because Taft got, like, bought out. That's... Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm back, guys. I'm pretty sure Taft was in a bunch of people's pockets. Could have been. I don't remember. Honestly, at this point, this was like the rise of the mob. This is the early 1900s. So. And our next president, I have a lot to... Uh, what, do you want, what do you want to put Taft? Let's put him in the... Like C tier? C tier? How many do we have in the B tier? Uh, three. Okay. C tiers and D tiers kind of full. D tiers full? Uh, C, A, and D. Okay. They just have a lot, which it doesn't matter. Woodrow Wilson. I... Huh. Yeah, he nominated the first Jewish justice. He did, but he also was responsible for prohibition. And oh, screw you, man. And I do believe he did not think too fondly on the 19th Amendment. Or, wait. No, the 19th Amendment was prohibition, right? Uh, yeah, because 21 you can drink, and that was 21st Amendment. I think that's how the rhyme went. No, 19th Amendment... The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any state based on account of sex. So that was equal uh, equal voting rights. I don't eight, think 18th, he was... 18th Amendment is prohibition. Bad things... Are you looking at bad things that Woodrow Wilson did? <laughs> I was said that fact-checked. Tony Roosevelt did not like how Wilson got us involved in World War One. A historian told us why Woodrow Wilson was the worst U.S. president ever. Oh, okay. That's a very bold claim. Most of those surveys identify Warren G. Harding as of Ohio as the worst ever. This is ridiculous. Harding presided over very robust economic times. Not only that, but he inherited a devastating economic recession when he was elected in 1920 and quickly turned bad times into good times, including a 14% GDP. Oh, okay, we'll get to him later. Okay, here it's, I, it says it down here in a Wikipedia article. Uh, scholars have generally ranked Wilson in the upper tier of U.S. presidents, although he has been criticized for supporting racial segregation. His illiberalism nevertheless was on as a major factor in American foreign policy, and his vision of ethnic self-determination resonated globally. Um, I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. Got us in the war in World War One. Made a lot of. Oh, was he part of the Red Scare? Yeah, yeah, he was. And he sure was. Um, prohibitions of women's suffrage. Let's throw him in the D tier. Hold on, I want to see what it says though. Yeah, I personally opposed women's suffrage. So do we put him in the F tier then? I don't know, he's kind of like the weird ones that 
did some good things, did some bad things. We'll put him in the D minus tier. We don't have that, but he'll go in the D, and we'll give him a D minus. Yeah. Um. He said. What? He said that he was against women voting because they didn't have public experience. How? Oh, okay. But the actual evidence of how women voters behaved in the Western states did change his mind, and he came to feel they could indeed be good voters. Okay. They did not speak publicly on the issue except to echo the Democratic Party position that suffrage was a state matter probably because of strong opposition in the white South to black voting rights. Um, Wilson, for the first time, backed the national right to vote. We made we have made partners of the women in this war. Shall we admit them only to a partnership of suffering and sacrifice, and toil not to partnership of food? So it looks like he turned his opinion around. So it looks like at first he was against women's suffrage, but then he supported it after he actually met women in the West. Oh yeah, okay. Um, he's the reason why Senate voted on the Nineteenth Amendment. It says oh. that Wilson continually pressured the Senate to vote for the amendment, telling senators that its ratification was vital to winning the war. And the Senate finally approved in June 1919 the requisite number of states ratified the 19th Amendment in August 1920. So that's cool. Um, you want to put in B tier? Or C tier? Or what are you thinking? For Wilson? Mr. Wilson? C tier. C tier. Here it is. Uh, Warren G. Harding. Um. <clears throat> so his fun fact uh, is he was a reporter, an insurance agent, a teacher, all that before he was president. Um... A lot of scandals in his presidency, it looks like. Two Harding cabinet appointees who darkened the reputation of his administration for their involvement in a scandal were Harding's Senate friend Albert B. Hall oh, of wait New Mexico. Oh, This was the guy that got bought out by his cabinet. Yep. That They said he was an idiot and got taken advantage of by everybody he hired. Yeah. Foreign policy. This guy's responsible for like a lot of trust and monopolies. I believe. I'm sorry, Taft. I, I judged you too harshly. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of thinking D tier or F tier. <laughs> eh, maybe not F tier. I'm kind of thinking D tier, though. D tier, for sure. The pressing issue was not resolved by Wilson was the question of policy towards Bolshevik Russia. The U.S. had been among nations that had sent troops there after the Russian Revolution. Afterwards, Wilson refused to recognize the Russian SFSR under Harding Commerce Secretary Hoover um, with considerable experience of Russian affairs took the lead on policy when famine struck Russia in 1921 Hoover had the American Relief Administration um, which he had headed uh, negotiate with the Russians to provide aid Soviet leaders in the USSR was established in 1922 hoped in vain the agreement would lead to recognition Hoover supported trade with the Soviets fearing US companies would be frozen out of the Soviet market but Hughes opposed this, and the all and the matter was not resolved under Harding's presidency. Uh, Harding had urged disarmament and lower defense costs during the campaign, but it had not been a major issue. 
He gave a speech to a joint session of Congress in April 1921, setting out his legislative priorities. Among the few foreign policy matters he mentioned was disarmament, um, with the president stating that the government could not be unmindful of the call for reduced expenditure on defense. So basically he wanted to defund the military. Yeah, that's pretty D-tier if you ask me. Um... I don't know. I don't think he's bad enough to put an F tier. No. Just of the president we've set for F tier. Also, we better put anybody in two tier. We put one guy. In F tier? Yeah. Who do we put? Oh, Jackson? Uh, oh, oh, I mean, not F tier. The who tier. Sorry. No. We put four guys in F tier. Well, uh, who tier is coming? Um, Calvin Coolidge. Oh, you can't put Calvin Coolidge in the who tier. What did he do? He was, I just hear his name a lot. He's pretty famous, though. Um, Calvin was actually his middle name. He was born John Calvin Coolidge. I believe he did a lot of religious, uh, if I recall. I believe he's responsible for the thought of predestination. If I think it's Coolidge. No, I think I'm, I'm Calhoun. Cause Calvin John C. Calhoun, yeah. That's who you're thinking of. Calvin he presided over a strong economy and sought to shrink the regulatory role of federal government. Along with Secretary of the Treasury Andrew Mellon, who was also on Harding's and Wilson's staff, Thanks. Coolidge won the passage of three major tax cuts. Okay. It says that scholars have ranked Coolidge in the lower half of those presidents they have assessed. He is praised by advocates of smaller government and laissez faire economics, while supporters of an active central governor generally view him less favorably. Let's put al- him- although most praise is stalwart support of racial equality. I think C-tier. C-tier, because he also um, increased government support of businesses, kept government spending low, and encouraged a continuation and expansion of Harding's policies. That's pretty good, though. Well, government spending. He also did a fire everyone that was involved in scandals. Oh, that's on Harding's good. Staff. <laughs> yeah. Um, he could be B-tier. Herbert Hoover! Do we put COVID in C or B? C. There we go, C. Hoover was a millionaire. Hoover, damn! He was a self-made millionaire. He graduated from Stanford with a degree in geology and then globetrotted through his 20s, um, locating valuable mineral deposits. Interesting. So I'm assuming he did a lot of environmental things, maybe? He held office during the onset of the Great Depression. He was director of the U.S. or the Food Administration before and Secretary of Commerce. Oh, duh. Yeah, he was the one that... Um, he led the federal response to Great Mississippi flood of 1927. In the midst of economic crisis, Hoover was decisively defeated by Democratic nominee Franklin D. Roosevelt. Neither party Republican President uh, Hoover, Secretary of Commerce, Carolyn Coolidge, Harding died in 23. Hoover was unusually active, invisible cabinet member becoming known as Secretary of Commerce and Undersecretary of all other departments. Yeah. He was influential in the development of air travel and radio. Uh, he led the federal... So, uh, thank you for this, uh, President Hoover, I think. Um, defeated Democratic candidate Al Smith. The stock market crashed shortly after Hoover took office and the Great Depression became the central issue of his presidency. He pursued a variety of policies in an attempt to lift the economy, but opposed directly involving the federal government in relief efforts. I think he's very... Mid. Maybe B? I was going to say C. C is full of a lot of people, though. Yeah, well, there's a lot of presidents that don't really do anything. <laughs> That's true. 
I was gonna. I'll put them. In, I think C is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, FDR. Do we even A or S? Let's put him in A. I I put yeah I like A because he kind of got slammed. We hate because he had the Great Depression and World War Two. Which I think he did a good job of getting us out of the Great Depression. He did an amazing job. Uh, the was it uh, the New Deal? Um, yeah, yeah. He made a lot of work. He created jobs, and especially during uh, the war, mm-hmm. um, he responded to Pearl Harbor right away. Yeah, and he did, um, he did accused of court packing. Yeah, but I think it was for a good reason because that's how he got the New Deal and a lot of that other work stuff passed. He got us out. Um, also, created, the fireside created, chat. Fireside chats during the war. Um, he also all of, he created um, tons of jobs for women. Yeah. Um, for albeit for the war effort. Still though, but didn't still, really see that that much. Um, also, every every American was involved mm-hmm. with World War Two. Served four terms, most of any president, and they passed that the amendment, the two term deal after his death. Kind of like in his honor, you could say. Also, I think you had. I think, I think, him serving four teams was good though, because you don't really want to change presidency in the middle of all that. I think it was needed. Yeah, um, I also had polio, and he still refused to use a wheelchair. Pretty much. Yeah, dude was pre baller. Also, all those pictures with him with like Stalin and oh, and uh, Churchill. Yeah, he was pretty cool, dude. He and Churchill were buddies. Um, Good old Churchill. <laughs> his fact was that he was an avid stamp collector and used that hobby as a stress reliever while he was in the White House. He had a lot of stress. Um, Harry Truman. Dropping bombs. Dropped, <laughs> on one hand, he did nuke Japan. Uh, he effectively ended World War Two. <laughs> he put the kibosh on that one. Uh, Japan sunk three ships and he dropped a sun on them twice. <laughs> That's my favorite quote. Or just my favorite thing is that we destroyed three boats and they dropped the sun on us twice. <laughs> Which, to be fair, he did try to warn the Japanese citizens that one of the cities was about to get nuked. He did. And the Japanese government shot anybody that picked up the pamphlet and said it was American propaganda. Dang. That's bright as boom. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. Why is that asteroid? Why is that star getting closer? Wait. 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 <laughs> um, other than that, though, I don't know if Truman Roy did anything. Like, I think... Oh, no. He wasn't very well liked. Time out. He got involved in Korea. <laughs> oh, yeah. He put us in Korea, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. But we won Korea. Uh, uh, that's kind of what I don't want. It's we like Korea and Vietnam. Half. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we split it in half, so it kind of depends. I say, okay, his leadership. I don't know if you've read the book Truman. I've tried. It's like an 800-page book. Jesus it's my dad, Christ. It's my dad's from, favorite book. He's from Missouri. Yeah. Um. I say we put him in the B tier. I'm okay with that. Yeah? He uh, first and only used some nuclear weapons in war. I remember he was going to light up Korea, though, with a bunch of nukes. Oh, wait, no, that was his, his general. Uh, yeah, the Berlin Airlift, the Marshall Plan in 1948. Um, he gained United Nations approval to intervene in the Korean War. However, he did not ask for congressional approval, and as the war stalemated, he, his popularity fell. That's why his popularity fell, was... We didn't immediately go kick butt. 
but successfully got, guided the U.S. economy through the post-war economic challenges. Yeah. Uh, the expected post-war depression never happened. Yeah. Uh, submitted the first comprehensive civil rights legislation. Um, it did not pass, so he just used executive orders <laughs> to begin racial equality in federal agencies and the military. Yeah, put him in the B tier. Like a baller. Put him in the B tier. <laughs> Dare I say A tier? He can be A tier. Yeah. I like Wilson. Or Truman. Truman. Sorry. <laughs> and then our next president, who I also believe should go in the A tier. Who's it? Oh, I Dwight like D. Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Yeah. Everyone, I like Ike. Everyone liked Ike, right? I like Ike, yeah. Um, he, he was in D-Day, which was the worst day in human history. Worst day in human history. Uh, I remember growing, like, growing up, I thought he was paralyzed. Why? I don't know. Just every picture I saw of him, he was sitting down. Oh. Um, but he created the highway system. You Have you that? heard of how the highway was supposed to... What the... It's kind of creepy when you look at what the use of the highway was supposed to be for. Because the Audubon... It was because oh, yeah. Hitler wanted a way to get all of his tanks from one side of the country to the other, mm-hmm. and then we copied them, basically. But with different yeah. idea in mind? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it was military. It's like, if we get attacked, we want to have be able to get from anywhere super fast, and so that's why, like, and all these countries have highways now, is to get tanks, basically, from one end to the other, which is kind of creepy when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, who's next? Ah, yeah, we just put eyes now. I don't want to look into him that much. Esther, my boy, JFK was straight up JFK. <laughs> D- dare we? D- need we say anything about this one? I'm putting JFK and Esther. The government has wronged our our homie JFK. They him had him killed. <laughs> I love JFK. We I'm... don't really need to say much on this one. He was a straight up baller. Straight up, pimp. he's a pimp. Um. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> was he groomed for office? Totally. Yeah. But first Catholic president. The Candy Dynasty is pretty cool. You read about it. It's also, it's very tragic and sketchy that they all just happen to die pretty close to all each other. Um, Cuban Missile Crisis got him out of it. Peace Corps Alliance for Progress in Latin America. I would say his biggest oopsie was the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Um, Although good on paper, good on paper. Horrible. Horrible execution. <laughs> <laughs> um, Civil Rights Act, Revenue Act. Um, oh, yeah. And Man on the Moon, the Wait. space race. We won the space race. E. Um, we did a lot of civil rights stuff, too. Yeah. Which is probably what got him killed. Yeah. Um, Next is Lyndon B. Johnson. Lyndon B. He did a lot for civil rights. <laughs> yeah. Um... Medicare, Medicaid, aid to education, the arts, urban and rural development, and public services. See, I would put him in the A tier. Oh, wait, I put it, yeah. But, have you seen the video of him swearing in on Air Force One? Oh, wait. Wendy B said something really bad that I... I think that he had JFK killed so he could be president. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. Oh yeah, though that picture with Jack, video. with Jackie right behind him, and he's just smiling, swearing in. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you did that way too soon. <laughs> yeah, I would, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, although he did want stuff for he did want stuff for civil rights, space, war on poverty, um, and higher education. 
I'll tell you what he said later, if you remind me. Oh, I remember now. About. Yeah. Let's put him in the B tier for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll put him in the B tier. He did a lot for other stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah. Nixon. Oh, Mr. Nixon. F. <laughs> F. <laughs> F. He was that bad. I he mean, sucked. He was okay. My grandpa. Sounds like someone's breaking in. <laughs> my grandpa. He says that when they talk about Watergate, he, my grandpa always says that everyone was doing it. He was just the one that got caught. <laughs> so I said, yeah, not wrong. Um. Have you seen that movie about Watergate with Tom Hanks? No. Wait, you mean... <laughs> Wait, time out. Do you mean what I think you mean? Are you talking about Forrest Gump? No! Because Tom Hanks, there's Watergate in Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks. The Post about the Washington Post. Oh, trying to, trying to be the paper that covers Watergate, like breaks Watergate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Wonderful movie. Wonderful film. I I think D tier for Mister D tier. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he deserves F tier. Okay. Those guys are rough. What about Gerald Ford? Did he do anything? Wait. He was the only politician to serve as both president and vice president without actually being elected to that either is office. The... He became president after Nixon's resignment. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of cleaned up the mess a little bit. Maybe C tier. Didn't really do a whole lot, maybe? Pick Nelson Rockefeller to be his VP, which Rockefellers are a really big family, if you don't know. Um, I mean, yeah. John John D. Rockefeller. E. Yeah. Men who built America. Um... Yeah, but see, Terry, I can't really find anything that he did. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. I want to put him in B tier solely for his post presidential life. Yeah, I, I've. He handled presidency probably not very well, mm-hmm. like very overwhelmed. Also, to segue back to Nixon, Vietnam. Oh, yeah. I guess Lyndon Johnson was also in Vietnam. Yeah, well, every but, president in the 60s and 70s was involved in Vietnam. But Nixon handled it the worst. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think D tier is fitting. I just think F tier is really, really bad. Yeah. But I will agree with you on Jimmy Carter. His post wife or his post presidency was pretty. He's he's building houses at almost a hundred years old. Yeah, I saw some some lady. It was a girl talking about her mom. Said that like Jimmy Carter would be like a rock star today. Like if he ran for president, they said everybody would love him just because of how he is. Um. We got next. Ah. Oh, but he kind of did crap to bed with the. Wasn't he the one with the Israeli, Palestine? Yeah. Hostage situation. Yeah. That the next guy had to come clean up. Which was Reagan. Yep. But Reagan was also involved in Iran Contra. Hold on, hold on, back it up. What are we putting uh, Carter in? B. B. Purely for post presidents presidential activities. Purely for post. Um. Reagan. This is a tough one. War on drugs. War on drugs, which is... That was... You could argue has created more problems. If you want to go all conspiracy theory, too. Um, CIA was selling drugs. Oh! You know. It's fact. It's not conspiracy. It's fact. Um, Reaganomics, which, once again, depends on who you are. 
Um, waiting for that. Still waiting for that trickle of wealth. Um, <laughs> um, he did get rid of the hostage crisis, though. Like, the moment he stepped in the office. But uh, Iran-Contra was his big scandal. Yeah. Navigated the Cold War, though. Um, what did I just... I just saw something about the Cold War that was good. I don't remember. Oh, Gorbachev turned down that wall. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down, down that, that wall. wall. Um, was Hasselhoff a went movie star. Slinger. Um, negotiated nuclear treaties with. Oh, Soviet. the Star Wars program. That was him too. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like what uh, is it Israel. Yeah, Israel did the Iron Dome. Yeah. God, that was such. A, that feels like such a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened with that? <laughs> I don't hate the news. <laughs> you forget about stuff like that. Everything's happening too fast. Um, yeah, that was kind of like what they did with the Iron Dome. That's what he wanted to do with the U.S. Which honestly, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, George H. W. Wait, what are we gonna put Reagan in? Oh, uh, B. B tier. B tier. I give B tier. Yeah. B plus, B minus, B plus, B. eighty five. We give him an eighty five. Give him eighty five. I. Uh, who we got? George H W. H W. Youngest pilot in the Navy. Flew for fifty eight combat missions. Dang. Um, Not the Navy. Skull and bug. Skull, skull and bones. bones. Skull yeah. and skull. Skull bones. Skull. Should we give him a? Um, I'd give him C. He didn't really. Not that I remember. Ending the Iraqi occupation of Kuwait. Kuwait. That was bad on my part. Kuwait. Uh, Kuwait. He didn't navigate the final years of the Cold War. Uh, played a key role in the reunification of Germany. Invasion of Panama. Uh, Gulf War. Mm. What do you want to put? What did you say? C2. C. Yeah, 5C. Mr. Clinton. <laughs> I'm putting him... I'm saying D tier yeah. for the sole reason that he's a JFK wannabe. He he, he really tried. <laughs> I was like, I said, you're a JFK wannabe. If you're going to have an affair in the Oval Office, don't get caught. <laughs> and that's what you did, you amateur. <laughs> Is that what you wrote? Yeah. Nice. I said he was a JFK wannabe. That was the sole reason why I would put him in D tier is that he got caught having an affair when you're the most powerful plant, person on the planet and you don't know how to lock a door. <laughs> Or close a window. Or close a window. <laughs> We're the two books podcast are not condone having affairs. But. but. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, you know, not to compare Apples and Oranges here, but like Marilyn Monroe and Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> I'm just saying, JFK did it better. <laughs> Jeez, cow. I've been sitting on that all day. Jeez, cow. I've been saying that all day. That's all. <laughs> Reason why I if we been... weren't gonna get canceled before, that's not gonna get us canceled. Oh People gosh. like me for Monica Lewinsky and Mr. Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. <laughs> George W. Okay. Now before... we're getting now we're getting into like kind of touchy territory. Oh yeah, this is gonna be our last one, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, because I we're... think we should call it here. So we're not gonna talk about Obama, uh, Trump, or Biden. Just we're not gonna talk about anybody that they're too recent has impacted our lives. Yeah, they're too recent. <laughs> Um, and I think they would... Oh, he was... We would have... 
that would get touchy. It would get fast. touchy, and we would have differing opinions. Um, Bush W. Bush is the only president who has an NBA, which shocks me. Really, I feel like that should be more popular. Yeah, business administration. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to put him in like upper B tier or B tier or higher, just because I think it's so sweet how him and Michelle Obama have to sit next to each other at every event because they give each other candy and they <laughs> they just make jokes the whole time. He was a he was a sweet old man. He's a sweet old man. And <laughs> not only did he he literally got us through quite literally 9/11. Not like 9/11, the, one of the biggest uh, my things de- to ever happen to our country. My deal of uh, W is that it was a lot of people disagreed with what he did like even now, but yet Everybody loves him. You know what I mean? Like, have you seen that too? Yeah. Where it's like, he's like the lovable idiot. Yeah. It's like, a lot of people disagree with a lot of things he did, but everybody loves him. So I was like, he's a sweet old man. Yeah. Also, he introduced the first VP that was ever scary and had a lot of power in Dick Cheney. That was my governor, my uh, gover- government professor in high school for concurrent. He said that was the only VP I've ever been scared of. Really? Was Dick. Dick and I was Jane. like, yeah. After watching, have you seen Vice? Yeah. I really want to. It's such a good movie. Just hearing all the things that he was actually in charge of. Yeah. I was like, dang, this guy, that's not the only VP that actually had a lot of power. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. What are we putting him? Uh, B. Do you want to put him in A or nah? Let's give him in B. Probably do B. So we'll post our tier list on Instagram. Cal will post it later. Yeah. Um. So you guys can see. Um. Before I do have some sports I want to talk about. Oh yeah, no, I still have some stuff too. Cool. Wow, this is a almost three hour podcast. We're kicking off school hard. Two and a half hours right now. Um. So I'll go ahead while Cal's doing this. I will roll that penalty penalty box intro, um, or Gary will. So go ahead and do that, Gary. The penalty box. Okay. So we have an update on conferences. I'm glad he started with that. Um, did you see the the article that dropped today from ESPN? It's about the conference alignment. The conference alignment. I did. Uh, Is that what you were going to start with? Yes. I'm trying to... Ah! Yeah. Oh, eh. Yeah, we start there. Okay. I had some, some about OSU, but yeah, we go new conference allegiance. It is. Go for it. Oh. Um, today, well, I wrote last week, but it got announced today. Uh, Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC are expected to make a formal announcement this week, or they did today, Um, like I said, I wrote this earlier, that they are forming a conference alliance. Um, At first, I really hated this. I was like, what the heck? Um, But after you kind of learn what it means, it's actually really good for college football and really good for fans and all the schools involved. Um, Basically, what it is, they said that it's a focus on NCAA governance and college football scheduling. Uh, this means that these leagues are going to focus on scheduling a lot of out-of-conference games with each other, which is a lot of awesome, really awesome for fans just because we will see matchups we've literally never seen before that even bowl season can't uh, do for us. Also, it prevents the SEC from playing any of these teams 
at an attempt to stop the SEC from being too greedy and power hungry, and it's on an honest attempt to block a super league from forming. And it's like a really good attempt at that. Um, it's gonna add a bunch of viewership and revenues for these conferences as well. And any big NCAA vote that will happen, that's an automatic free vote to the SEC's one. So it strips a lot of power away from the SEC and kind of gives them a reality check. Uh, also kind of proves that the Big 12 Commissioner is an absolute moron because I guarantee you we could have gotten in on that deal. Uh, but it makes me also think that these other conferences think that the Big 12 is going to fold soon and that they're going to get all the remaining teams anyway. So why include them in this conference alliance? But... Sam, what you think? I think it'll be good. Are you excited? I really am. I think it's. I think it's about time. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised there hasn't been that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. You know no, what that's, I mean? That's my whole take on it. Because I mean, like, conferences have always like they make sense to me, but they've always kind of frustrated me. Yeah. Because I mean, like, you see a lot of these teams they schedule, you know, St. Mary's School of the Blind, whereas now. You gotta play other Power Five teams, so I think it'll make things a lot really interesting. And mm-hmm. you're still staying within your own conference too, mm-hmm. so I think it's cool. I'm excited for it. Um, can't wait for OSU to be a part of that next year. Me too. Eventual <laughs> <laughs> <The> folds. <laughs> um, speaking of Sam, conference alignment talks are back because sports writers have nothing else to talk about. Um. OSU and the Pac-12 seems to be the center of the most comparisons and rumors. Uh, the reason why I say that is there's been a lot of statistics come out about how OSU will do in the Pac-12 in terms of viewership and stuff. Uh, Oklahoma State ranks 19th nationally in TV viewership, viewership, which is ahead of every single Pac-12 school except USC. Mm-hmm. And is only only has one Pac-12 program that has more wins than Oklahoma State's 93 in the last decade is Stanford with 96. So, we'd be pretty good addition. Also, today, Dylan Davis tweeted today that Fox Sports analyst and former Pitt football coach Dave Winstead went on 670 the score in Chicago this morning and said he heard the following Big 12 news at the Fox meeting last week in Phoenix, I think. OSU and K-State are shipped off to the Pac-12, West Virginia to the ACC, and Kansas and Iowa State to the Big Ten. That's the rumors coming into Fox Sports, which is a pretty big deal because Fox is the one that has the agreement with the Big 12. <laughs> so that's your little TV company going, hey, these teams are going here. Yeah. Which, I'm all for it. Let's go to the Pac-12. We'll win it every year. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Let's I'm, do it. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> the Two Bucks podcast is the executive decision on this one. Yeah. In our lives. <laughs> um, but, yeah. You want to talk preseason a little bit? NFL preseason? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not much. Not much is really... It's the pre-preseason. Yeah, it's pre-preseason. Um, Dude, you want to comment on the QB controversy in Chicago going on right now? I know you're not a Bears fan, but you're an Andy Dalton fan. And I just, want, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, Nagy is apparently ride or die of Andy Dalton right now for week one <laughs> over Justin Fields. And if I if I remember correctly, Justin Fields is performing better than Dalton. He's doing a really solid preseason, although... He did take quite the hit. Life comes at you fast because <laughs> week one he said, I don't know, it's kind of slow. And then week two, 
got decapitated by Bill's D1. Yeah. Um, it's a touchy subject. I'm biased because, <laughs> I, <laughs> because I love Andy Dalton. But um, I think... I will I will ride the Matt Nagy train for week one. We'll okay. see how Dalton does. Alright. And then I I reckon by week three or four they'll be switching out. Yeah. I guarantee you the first week Dalton will play all the games consecutively. Yeah. And then Fields will come in, in the second half. I think Andy Dalton's gonna get hurt. <laughs> I think he'll get his... Because the Bears O-line is all hurt right now. Tevin Jenkins, our pride and joy from OSU, is out for like most of the season with back surgery. So, I don't know. Maybe it's all a stall tactic to get Andy Dalton beat up at center Justin Fields. It's a mob, <laughs> it's a mob hit. Yeah. Um, also, Trubisky balled out against the Bears, which makes everyone think, hmm, maybe Nagy was a problem. <laughs> Could have been. Which they said that Trubisky's career is on is on path to do a really good preseason and then sign a ten million dollar contract with the Bears to be their starting quarterback next year. Really? You think he'll go back? No, they're just making fun of oh. like foals and them. Um, also the future looks bright with all the young quarterbacks. Uh Jordan Love, I know is in a rookie, did awesome in his first preseason game. He did great. Uh Trevor Warren, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson is balling, and so is Trey Lance. Those two are absolutely balling. And then Mac Jones also looks really sharp. Um, I'm counting this as Joe Burrow's, like, season, first season and a half. Yeah. Um, beat the Bucks In preseason. In the preseason. <laughs> but uh, Joe Burrow looking, looking like LSU Joe Burrow. Are you concerned about Jamar Chase? I'm right extremely now? concerned about Jamar Chase. <laughs> I am. He's got a case of the dropsies. He can't catch a ball. Uh, you can't hold on to it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, when you have people like Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, uh, 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 T. Higgins, T. Higgins, we can we'll be fine. We'll be uh, fine. Um, and like, yeah. Never mind. I'll stop there. Okay. Uh, Chuba Hubbard also did really good. Chuba. 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 Really good with the Pampers that first game. Yeah. Marcel Amen, the old OC wide receivers, balling the Raiders. Stoner did good. Uh, Wallace did good. It's looking sentimental for Packers fans. No, it's a, Aaron like, Rodgers is doing is throwing, is throwing well. Yeah, but they know this is probably the last. Yeah, especially with him and Adams too. Yeah, because Devonta Adams on the paint right now. There. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all I've got. Well, how about that college football is back this week? Oh yeah! Shoot! Oh yeah! Um, I'm trying to pull up the games right now. Um, wait, what? What? Uh, the 28th. Oh, I think it's because it's not. What the heck? Yeah, okay. Here's the matchups. You ready? Yup. Nebraska, Illinois. Connecticut, Fresno State. Hawaii, UCLA, which I think can be a trap game for UCLA. I don't think UCLA is that good to begin with. Hawaii, the Rainbow Warriors. Always a really high air rate team. Uh, UTEP, New Mexico State, Southern Utah, San Jose State, and UAB, Jacksonville State, Temple Rutgers, Boise State, UCF, Citadel, Coastal Carolina, and we're getting into the next week games. 
So yeah, we get we get college football this week. <laughs> I'm excited. I missed it. It's been too long. Get your polos ready. My game day polo. <laughs> Did you see that post? Oh wait, I sent that. Yeah, to you, you sent that to me. <laughs> it was like me waking up my game day polo in my closet. You got a big day tomorrow. <laughs> It's true, though. I wear the same polo pretty much every game day. Although, I may switch it up and use the Barry Sanders jersey this year. With, our, with my orange khaki shorts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, that's all I got. Alright. After this three-hour episode. Maybe we won't get canceled, because maybe nobody will listen to all of it. I doubt anyone will. Maybe your parents. They won't cancel us. But, I... I'll probably be the only ones that listen this far. I don't know. If you think anything's canceled or that you can just cut it. Cut. Cut. All right. Well, with that, thank you for sticking through us on episode 31 of the Two Bogues Podcast. Um, it was a long one. It was a good one. It was fun. Um, we're definitely going to have to go back to the drawing board on location. Um, I don't know about you. This floor is very uncomfortable. Um, yeah. My so knees hurt. My knees are killing me. Um, I'm looking at getting some soundproof. Um, stuff to put on the walls um, but yeah alright well on that note make sure you follow us on Instagram at 2 Podcast and on Twitter at 2pokes and follow our individual Instagrams I'm at Sam Milik and Cal is underscore CalPal19 underscore and uh, yeah if you um, want to get involved in podcasting with Yo Kali make sure to hit up Levi Peckinpah um up in the Paul Miller Broadcast and Journalism building. Um, and he will help you guys get set up. It's a great opportunity. We're totally, we're actually not getting paid a dime. Um, I'm just plugging it because we've had an amazing experience over the last almost a year. Cal, it's been almost a year. I know. I realized that this morning. We, yeah. It's year. almost been a year um, of us doing this, uh, this show. And we've loved every second of it. It's so, been a lot of fun. I think for our one year special, we'll have some. Uh, Oh, I didn't think about that. We'll have some, we'll have some fun stuff planned. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, I do believe I hear the outro music playing right now. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> if school doesn't kill us. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Dude. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Gary, cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. Cut the cameras.